We are live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I'm joined again today with Dr. Hans Utter for part two of the show we started. What was that week before last? Uh, we have a great show lined up. Uh, hopefully things uh, kick up. There it goes. Looks like the feed just started. Uh, but uh, we're going to be talking uh, or discussing dark cybernetics and ancient magic, reversing spiritual programming. And, uh, of course, uh, I, don't, I don't think uh, Dr. Hans Utter needs any introduction. It's his 43rd time Whoa. on the show. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah, huh? And, uh, of course, you're the uh, most, po uh, most popular guest we've had, and it's always good to have you on, Hans. It's only your second time on this year, though, which, uh, you know, that's kind of a record low for a, for a year lately. And uh, welcome everyone in the chat. Uh, it's good to have everybody here. Please try to keep it on topic. Of course, the uh, channel was demonetized a couple few weeks ago, so we appreciate all of your uh, support. Please visit uh, Patreon as well as donating through the uh, website, logosmedia.com. And uh, you can also, there's a direct link to uh, PayPal up there in the uh, show description. And Hans, how can people contribute to uh, you as well? Uh, I have a PayPal, it's Hans Utter at hotmail.com. And I just want to, just a brief note I did say about the ebook, it's coming out at the end of this week. I have about 600 pages to condense into uh, 100 pages. So, but I'm, I'm getting it done. Just been traveling a lot here, enjoying the, the summer as much as possible which may not be that much compared to most people. I basically live like a monk, you know, it's hardcore, man. So it's good though, you know. Well, the, the summer has been nice this year so far, at least here, you know, it hasn't gotten too hot, which I'm thankful for, but it's not, or it's not, uh, it usually gets really hot in August. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, um, you know, it's quite, it's, uh, well, we've actually had extreme heat and then lots of rain in between. I was just up in um, in uh, Virginia, in the hills of Virginia, which was pretty, it was okay. And the Blue Ridge Mountains got back yesterday, day before yesterday. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's good, man. Summer is a time, it should be a time to enjoy the fruits of your labor. You know, you should have, you shouldn't even have to work. It's stress-free. But, you know, it's hard, right? We're all programmed, except for me. No. <laughs> Probably I'm programmed as well. But, uh, no, the, you know, even the, it, one of the things that, that I think has happened is that there's this constant motion. You know, it's difficult to go to this space, right, of just being where you are and enjoying it being centered there's always so many different threads pulling us and even our forms of entertainment like social media things like that they they create such a a, a pool you know from ourselves i think and that's the you know if you think about living up i was where they filmed the waltons it turns out that one of the guys in the waltons was a pedophile that's that's too bad but i was right there by the uh the waltons um you know and it, people may not know that show but I'd say it was a like fight 80s or something like that. Yeah. It's like, hi, Billy. Good morning, Billy Bob or something. But it was, it's a pretty well-known show. And I was right up exactly there in that area. So I went to 
the post office, but it's some really beautiful houses, you know, people living in a, it's a pretty rural environment, but it's quite nice. And that's kind of the mental space, you know, that that's a lot of time is missing. I mean, I don't know what the people are like that live there. I didn't really meet any of them, but um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, we have the seasons, you know, it's almost like we're being pulled away from this natural flow of life um, and, and the natural grounding that just comes types like identity, right? This whole concept of self-esteem. This is a program concept. It, it was put into place and self-esteem, which is another outgrowth of cybernetics, is where your self-esteem is how you think others think of you, right? So it's actually putting you, you're severing yourself and then you have a self that has esteem, but that esteem is actually based on what others think of you or what you think they think of you, which is basically like what the social media world can be, right? And so things like that, you know, like in um, other cultures, they don't, they just don't have a concept for low self-esteem or all this stuff, but it's so prevalent in the West, but that's because we're kind of trained that way, right? We're bred that way. Um, and those sort of true American men of the wilderness, you know, out there in Montana, you know, they're being uh, kicked off their land and, you know, so they're not, not saying that's not there and you can't do it, but it's, it, it does, it takes a lot to kind of extract yourself um, from, from what's going on. Yeah. And these, you know, these, I mean, you see people committing suicide for, uh, you know, being trolled on Facebook or whatever. I mean, you know, people get all this hate and, and whatnot levied at them for, you know, something that happened at school, high school kids and whatnot are attacked. And you see this kind of thing going on. It's pretty, pretty hideous stuff. And, um, you know, people are so easily swayed by, uh, you know, disinformation and things like that. So, uh, dark cybernetics and ancient magic and whatnot. Uh, somebody in the chat asked where, and I had shared it with them, where did you find the text regarding the tree of death? Do you know what year it was first referenced? Well, I have, um, in fact, I can pull it up right here. My, my initial reference here is, um, <clears throat> It's an English book. It's a translation of um, some of the most important books uh, from the Zohar um, from the, with the original Chaldean also uh, script. Um, so this is, uh, let me just look at the beginning. It's, it's pretty um, interesting. Um, so this is like a page, oh, you, because you can't see that. It looks like a big blob. Um, so <laughs> this is, uh, that was cool. Okay, this is, this is um, the Kabbalah unveiled containing the following books of the Zohar, the Book of Concealed Mystery, the Greater Holy Assemble, the Lesser Holy Assemble. It's, Ma it's just Mathers. Yeah, of course, uh, S.L. Mathers. And uh, the date, uh, it's definitely older. Um, let's see. I don't have a... Oh, 1887. Published May 1887 in London. I'm going to have a bunch of other um, texts, but that was kind of the first... first uh, First thing, I you know, there's a bunch of um, bunch of different books. I mean, it took me a while to kind of get through the language, you know, to understand because, you know, again, you have a very complex system of, you know, the letters assigned with numbers, assigned with shapes and even gestures, also assigned with 
a specific reference point. Like one is like the claw or a, you know, a, a, an ox goad and stuff like that. So each of the 22 letters are assigned and that's kind of the base. But as you get, you know, deeper into it, it's, it, it, it's, it's a map. It's sort of like a psychic map or a roadmap. It's also a, a technology. Okay. It should be understood as a type of technology that at least certain people seem to believe that it has uh, influence on the world, especially, you know, all the stuff with different dates, types of ritual symbolism. And as I hopefully I'll touch on, um, there's just such a plethora, you know, going into the, the tree of that. When I started seeing that certain, the way things were actually un, unfolding with even, you know, I, I maybe mentioned last time, like if you look at such things as cannibalism, well, that's, that's, uh, that's become, that's being mainstreamed on shows. Um, pedophilia, we can go back or even the, um, transgender and, uh, just to say, I'm absolutely not transgender phobic. I actually was thinking that I would be pretty hot as a girl and I probably could get a job because I'll be a, a special, special minority, right? I'm not going to oh, change. Oh yeah, my- you'd have special rights and you'd probably get like extra benefits and pay raises and, and whatnot if you're not. I guess they call us uh, normal straight people cisgender now. If you're not one of the, uh, you know, 77 or 107 or whatever they are made up genders. Yeah. I, I actually did try that. The uh, identity, you know, the, the, the fluidity, fluidity of identity, right? So my, I am Indian and you will not tell me I'm not Indian. I am, I am Indian. You're not telling me I am more Indian than you. So I, I actually just say, did, did um, it rub off from your wife or? No, no, man. I, I just, I spent, I just, I was in India. I guess, no, I guess I got back from India when we did that And, and they recognize you now as Indian, right? No, they don't. They say you're a white man. And I said, no, I have identified you're committing a hate crime on me. And what did they say when you identified a hate crime? They said I was racist. <laughs> they really did. They said, I'm a racist bastard. And I said, you're a racist bastard. But anyways, I won't go into that. It's a little fun. But it was it was funny that I was just I, I was actually thinking, OK, why not? But people got really offended, man. And I, obviously it's a bit tongue in cheek um, and I'm not being sarcastic. I mean, I, I uh, you know, I, when I after spending so much time in India, I'd come back. People wouldn't believe I was American. They're like, you don't talk like an American. I don't know how do Americans talk. Hey, y'all. I don't know. But, <laughs> well, you, you know, I, I used to live in. uh Serbia during the summer with my wife and her family, my ex-wife. And every year when I got back, I didn't think I had an accent, but everybody else said I sounded like an Eastern European, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, but that, see, that's the, uh, you know, technically I, I could do that. I, I mean, I am allowed. In fact, I'm encouraged to be creative with my identity and, you know, kids, you know, four and five year old kids are being taught that, well, I mean, I, I'm sure you're familiar with this. Like, well, you know, just because people, the doctors make mistakes. And if they say you're a boy and you feel like you're a girl, then you're a girl. And we'll just start giving you, you know, hormones. And, uh, you know, you can cut your uh, cut your pecker off and, you know, and then kill and, yourself. And, and, and then, yeah, <laughs> and then kill yourself. And then that way, you know, it's not identified as a mental illness. It's identified as, uh, you know, you're actually just a girl born in a boy's body. And never mind, there could have been some traumatic event. And usually it's... You know, they do this stuff to kids before they even hit puberty. So, you know, and, and when I was a kid, we called them tomboys or whatever. And then 
most people grew out of it, and that was that. Uh, Carrie says that that's, you know, and I was talking about cisgen, and that's what she, she says. That's what she calls her sister. Yes, yeah, sister. Well, you know, <laughs> no, the, the thing that's really uh, tragic is that, especially, you know, for children, and I, I may get into some of these projects because this, um, I, I, I got it's so much material. That's why I'm kind of leading up to it because as soon as I start, it's like, just, you know, I don't know. It's like Smokey and the Bandit, you know, anyone, little 80s reference there. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I use that reference too, but often people don't get it. So, you know, yeah. it's like I, I, the new, or, you know, the last Spider-Man had like Sally Fields in it. It's like, wow, there's a throwback. But, well, you know, we have to call them the LGBT, you know, QWERTY so that it covers the entire keyboard because they're going to add more and more letters to it. And if it has P in it, that means pedophile. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and again, this is, you know, one of the most important things is, oh, yes, you know, I mean, humans, right? I mean, we are uniquely malleable. I mean, there's a lot of things that are inherited. I mean, you know, you can, you know, and this is one of those things, but, you know, like, for example, my, my Sitar teacher's father, I mean, you know, he said he was bred for music. I mean, and this is generations and they have these skills and things can be passed down. But on the other hand, um, certain like identity, you know, you're, you're developing, you're developing your mind. And especially when you're a child, you're supposed to be led and you're supposed to be things that are secure. I mean, kids come home crying because they say, you know, they, they, they go against the, the, uh, you know, transgender ethos and they say, this isn't right. And then they get thrown out of school and, and these are like little kids. Yeah. Um, and, and it's really destructive to do that. It's, it's such a horrible well, yeah, Thanks. it's like, you know, boys aren't boys, girls aren't girls. You don't identify yourself through biology anymore. You identify yourself with a sort of plastic, fluid, uh, you know, whatever it is. I mean, you know, when I was a kid, if you wanted to identify with someone else, uh, you put on underoos and you danced around the backyard as Spider-Man or Superman or Batman or whatever the case may be. In this day and age, if you want to be someone else, you rather than putting on underoos, you force everyone else to lie for you so that you feel better about yourself. You know, it's no longer, you know, just you and your delusion running around in underoos in the backyard. It's literally forcing everyone else to lie for you so that you can feel better about yourself. Yeah. And, and it just examples of this. Um, and I straight up, you know, I've always, uh, I had a lot of friends, you know, that were gay, whatever. I, you know, I thought they're, they're cool. They're very artistic, interesting people. I had no issues, but then that's being, it's, that's just, what does it matter? But number two, the transgender thing, there's a lot of people with serious psychological issues and, it, and some people that are just straight out absolute perverted creeps. I mean, a great example of that is this guy in Canada who is, you know, he's kind of an obese, he's a man, but he says he's a woman. And so he went to all of these beauty parlors and wanted a, a Brazilian wax, right? So he's still a man and the women are like, you know, some big fat dude, like, you know, I want a Brazilian wax, I'm a woman. And then he sued them right. and, he said, and he got all these people to pay him off. Um, and, and, you know, and so this person is, is a, you know, and then they've had all these uh, drag queen story hours, you know, and, I sure everyone's and, seen that and every single one of them manages to get in the media, don't they? It's like obviously those are staged media events to push this this whole agenda from the Tavistock Institute and whatnot, SRI, 
the Esalen Institute where they promote this stuff downward. You know, what, what do you have to say about trans species? Like, you know, last year mm. I was thinking about becoming a horse, but, uh, you know, it's like if we just decide that we're a horse, do you think we can just live off grass at that point? I know you can, Jan, because I'm a, from Tamil Nadu and I am born in India, so don't tell me. You know, that, you know this is the basic foundation, right? of being grounded. And that's what I open up with is talking about, you know, being able to enjoy the seasons, being able just this, that natural state where you're, you know, you don't really need to do anything, right? I'm not saying you need want to sit around, but this type of grounding um, and, you know, it, it's, it's just being stripped away. And this is a, this is like a human right. This is, you know, this is like, you can't have any type of freedom if you do not have a sense of yourself and it doesn't it's not a verbal intellectual sense even though that could contribute to it this is just you know you your being and when you start tearing the psyche of children and and by the way the um i'm sure everyone's seen the picture of the like the you know the satanic drag queen you know with the with baphomet horns um most of these uh, drag queens turn out to be convicted pedophiles and there was a recent protest and they were the the, the parents and mothers were attacked violently attacked by antifa as they were protesting it. Yeah, and of course, now we know that Antifa is being funded by the Huffington Post and uh, some of these other, you know, leftist news, left-hand path news organizations. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think this is the agenda, and they call themselves the anti-fascists when, meanwhile, they are the fascists. I mean, um, the, the, the Nazis were leftists. What was it, the German uh, National Workers, uh, Nationalist, workers party or whatever yeah, this, uh, yeah. yeah or national socialist workers party so they were leftists and then what they do is they try to pretend that the right or the christian right who is more accepting is actually who are the fascists and promoting all of this hate when the whole thing was based on the left you know and based on uh you know like we did the show a couple weeks ago on uh, this guy baron von sabatendorf and the thule society and, uh, you know, creating this whole, you know, leftist thing to pretend to be that pretends to be right. And it's a cover for uh, Islam to break Western society. And, uh, you know, but hey, you know, if you expose that, you know, Hans, you're going to, you know, you're going to be a sellout. So, yeah, well, just to just to get right on the track because we actually didn't get off track. And this is one of the things that brought me into this sort of this line of research is that actually this, the, the transgender is, this is a one part of one of the tree of death. This is one of the stages of the, the dissolution. And what's fascinating, if you look at that, you look at it started with music, right? It started like Alice Cooper, we, we talked about Alice Cooper. So you see the stuff trickling in and you see over now. Now you look what's going on. And, and so let me just dive well, in. You know, here. Well, and, and just really quickly, like we exposed a couple of few years ago, the big hair bands. Right. I mean, that was like the 80s push for, you know, transgender. And now they're just full on transgender. You don't have Sebastian Bach and and these guys that look like girls, you know, or, you know, just you know, guys dressing with long flowing hair and, and tight clothes. Now they actually would go around and call themselves women. Yeah. Somebody said uh, twisted sister. Good call. I remember twisted sister. I mean, uh, we're not, I was take, actually, yeah, that was eighth grade. 
Yeah, well, I was, um, I think it was, for me, like seventh grade. Sixth David grade. Bowie, back. there's another one for sure, well, yeah. Well, I was um, I was actually out in L.A. I was in Long Beach, you know, and I and I, I got, I mean, I think the first album I bought was Judas Priest. And then I next album was Twisted Sister. And I think I still have that that vinyl with my paper out money. See, I didn't get, I had to work, you know, my parents, you know. They had money, but they made me work. Like right. I was like, a, I was like a child laborer. I mean, seriously, I was like, you know, working three jobs for no I think, reason. I think all the kids were, I mean, I had my first paper out at like 11 or 12 and I was always working. Yeah. But and that's why I hate work. That's why I don't have a job. That's why I play music now. But I, I, before I just dive in here, I just want to give another, another book, another reference. This is called uh, Hebraic Literature Translations from the Talmud. Uh, Midrashan and Kabbalah, Tudor Publishing, New York, 1936. Um, so that's another another source. Um, and, you know, like I said, I'm not, that stuff, uh, I, I finally, I, I'm, I understand, it, but it, again, okay, here I go. So I'm not, uh, I'm not off track here. I end up, I mean, I could just, you know, kind of BS here the whole night and have fun. And I was actually kind of, they almost <laughs> don't want to go into this because it's kind of heavy, but here we are. So, um, Let's do it. View slideshow. Okay. Where's my slideshow? I think you missed it. And make sure you, are you on the right window? You got two open there. It looks like. Yep. There we All are. Right. All right. So here we go. And, and so what I did, I did is I, in order to kind of fit all the stuff together, I just, I drew some graphs and stuff and I converted that into word art, which actually I'm not a big fan of Microsoft Word art, so it's not perfect, but I'll just, I'll go over this. Just, I kind of want to show how things tie together. Um, each one of these points could be a larger, whole larger thing. Um, and so, but you know what I, this is, what's really fascinating is that all this stuff really congeals and comes together. And, you know, whether or not, and I'm certainly not saying that, you know, the, uh, you know, this is the roadmap, but if you look at everything, even how things are going, starting in certain areas, moving and transitioning, and actually what's happening with society as a whole as it's transitioning to this final stage, it's right there. <clears throat> so this is just basically, um, if we look at this interrelationships, right, uh, of ourselves in the world and the world in ourselves and in sort of a larger system of meaning, history, culture, right? So um, we, by cultural events, I mean important things, you know, not like uh, the, the basket weaving festival, transgender basket weaving festivals, <laughs> but like, you know, like assassination of JFK, the, you know, the Declaration of Independence, or, you know, even, you know, something like that, right? Thing, things that, that serve as a, a rooting of a, a culture, a race, a society, um, and, and then we have symbols. This is a symbolic nature, right, of, of our understanding of how we experience the world. We interpret symbolic meaning, and in fact, it's through the sense of symbols and symbolic meaning and, uh, that we, we kind of derive our sense of identity, but also it, it, it serves as a core mechanism for the, the society. And then I have, I guess I have values, again, um, and then history. So the history, all these things tie together. Um, and then we have codes, right? So codes are, 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 are systems of understanding. Um, they're also implicit types of value structures. They're, they're basic ways that we function and even how we perceive the world. And these, these serve to guide us. And a lot of times what I'll describe is sort of the coding factor 
um, which ties later into like even IT stuff, right? And we're being coded into the the vast AI network. So the coding, but the coding is, it, it's, you know, you have a code of conduct, but I'm talking about codes is in a lot deeper sense that's almost subconscious, but it's kind of part of your, of your being. Um, and then symbolic processing. How do we relate? If you look at all the things in the, in the, um, in the circle, the center of the circle, how do we, what is the history or the cultural values, the symbolic things, the events, even in our personal lives, how do we process those? How do we understand and make sense of it? So if you don't know how to process what you're experiencing, you're also lost, right? If, but at the same time, these, all these things are open to manipulation, right? We'll get into, and then meaning fun. Fundamentally meaning is that things, there is a sense to life. There is, um, there is a meaning, right? We're not, or, you know, just the opposite is, can be true as well, right? The meaningless nihilistic world that we live in right now. So it's a, it's meaningless, right? So that, that intersects with this process of valuation of, of how we evaluate our behavior, our lives, how the society creates these codes and instills them um, and things like that. So this is first stage and we move on. Oh my God, that sucks. Okay, that was my cool, cool little chart and you can't see the text. Um, uh, you know what, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a drag. Um, I can go back to my original thing, but so this is, this is going from some of these actual going to change this profile here so I think that's not very good so let's try this okay yep now we'll go back behind the scenes guys hopefully you don't mind um so okay uh so DID is dissociative identity disorder that is what has and is being inflicted upon us right creating these shattered or split types of selves. And as I mentioned, self-esteem, self-esteem is, is a concept that again, it's completely based on a projection of a projection, but yet it became this fundamental um, core in education, all this stuff. And so self-esteem is tied of course, into, well, I think that I'm a, you know, I'm a female. And so you're hurting my self-esteem and now, now you've committed a hate crime, right? But it's actually, it's a type of DID dissociative identity disorder. And in fact, this process of dissociation is, is really fundamental to this. And then this leads into smart cities are sort of the, the what the end game will be the result, but um, cell phones are really central to that. So a lot of the technology um, is based upon cell phones. And we talked about this, you know, the social credit. So everything is on your phone. You have to show your, your chip, or you know your little barcode thing to even buy groceries and people can walk down the street, they read your location data and they know about you, they know about your, you know, you're, you're right there, right? The cell phone is the link and that's the, and then they have their even, um, which I've heard and stuff like even some of these uh, kind of gang stalking targeted individual stuff, they're running these things, networks off cell phones, right? So with the cell phone, you can actually coordinate and it, you know, you can coordinate large groups of people um, in, in an extremely intimate way. Um, and, so, and then of course, again, smart cities, the smart city is the end of when we hit the smart city plane, we're all, you know, people are going to be moved off of the country. They're going to be in this absolute complete control grid, um, which is, you know, the black cube. So, and then the next stage we look at metadata, right? So metadata, this is all of this stuff 
even how long it takes you, how long you look at a certain type of a picture, you know, and of course, everything else you do, what you search for, um, you, know, you know, whatever emails, you know, what, what movies you watch. I mean, in thousands of other things, right? So metadata allows for algorithmic complete tracking. In a sense, it becomes a, a way to almost completely step inside someone's mind, not necessarily completely, but if you're not aware of it, the gathering of metadata, you know, is you have these massive, you know, repositories of this information. So they're really creating, um, and they have created, right? This, this, this incredible, uh, invasive uh, and collated, right? So everything you can look at, like everything from tax records to again, you know, your web search time and etc. Um, and then we look at a little deeper aspect is the electromagnetic control grid. Um, an electromagnetic um, control grid is. It, to a certain extent, you know, we experience it um, in various ways. And I would expand that to include music um, because in this discourse, I'm going to look at music as a mode, as a, it's part of, it's a vibrational frequency, right? And so all this stuff, um, you know, if you look at 5G, but even cell phones, if you look at, you know, entrainment from the flicker rate on televisions and all this other stuff, um, and you know, various, many, many, many technologies um, like remote hypnotism, which was done in the 50s and 60s. Um, this is a remote manipulation of, of groups or specific individuals without their knowledge, right? So um, you could even buy devices. You know, I talked about some of these infrasonic, you know, tones below the the threshold. I mean, you can buy devices that you can blast on someone so they. You know, they, they can defecate, they lose control of their bowels, they can go into, you know, a, a acute paranoia, you, you know, an acute exit, you can actually buy devices to do that. I don't know why you'd want to do that to somebody. And, and then the final, the final result is transhumanism, right, where we're permanently fused within this machine grid. Um, and that's the black cube, that's a tesseract, that is the permanent slavery, right, where there is, you, your thoughts are so traced, everything you do there even removes the possibility of freedom. And part of that is not only you know, transgender stuff I mentioned, but also the, you know, the, the removal of even possibilities of thoughts. You start taking words out of the language, right? You're knocking the statue down, you destroy the history. Suddenly there's no longer a word for freedom. Right. You don't even like, know what uh, that means. You know, Newspeak, this was uh, you know, Eric Blair, George Orwell stuff, and he was a student of Aldous Huxley's. Yeah, yeah, but that's, you know, and obviously, though, when we go to this higher, higher level, um, it, it is there. And, and I, you know, I, I always harp on this, but the Pokemon Go thing, just because I was traveling around the country and I saw like these herds of zombies, that was the rollout. I mean, the initial rollout, and you had remote control human beings, right? And, and people were, you know, running in front of cars. That was, that was a rollout that is going to be central. And again, the mobile, the phone, cell phone is a core aspect, and then you drop in the 5G all that stuff. It's right. all there. Well, down, um, down on the last slide, down at the bottom, you had the black stone or a black cube. The, the black slave. Cube, yeah. That's uh, the Kaaba stone. And then uh, somebody just posted in there, that sounds like Mecca to me. That's exactly right. Yeah, well, it's, it's also known as a hypercube, right? Uh, the hypercube. So this is, this re see, this represents um, the sort of occult practitioners that are, that are, doing these workings, right? Um, and we'll see this intersection of science and of ritual magic and all these symbolic, uh, all that stuff that I talked about in that first slide is, is there. But yeah, that's a tesseract. That is the, that is the, 
that is a permanent, but it's not just, it's not a physical prison. It is a prison of, you know, whoever's not, you know, in that elite level in a permanent state of slavery where you can't even access these things. These things are going to be like bred out. Okay. Anyways, move on. So now let's look at some of the ways um, that, you know, this is like a ball. These are, these are happy little balls in it. I'm it's like my drink mixer, by the way, I'm not like David Lee Roth. This is actually water. You know, it's not Jack Daniels Riesling. That seems, that's kind of, it's kind of metrosexual, but it's actually water in case anyone thinks I'm like a drunkard. Somebody but, invited me to a Van Halen and uh, uh Def Leppard concert earlier this week. I didn't go, but I thought it was pretty funny. You know, well, it, it might be fun to see that. Um, you know, it's, it's like these 80 year old guys trying to rock out and dance around the stage in tights. Well, yeah. And, and again, that's something that, you know, you didn't, you didn't see that, you know, even, you know, when I was a kid, like classic rock, quote unquote, classic rock was only, you could find an oldie show. It wasn't anything right now. As I said, part of this is this end of history, right? It's this thing where you're stopping the actual flow and development. You just start to cycle and recycle these. And as you do though, you're going deeper and deeper into this stuff. But anyway, so this, these are particular things. So the Kilifat, again, like the dark Kabbalah on um, the law of octaves is very interesting. This is, um, I may not get too much depth. I actually have a guitar. I was going to demonstrate some stuff, but the, the law of octaves is kind of like the law of entrainment, right? Where you have two, um, bodies that have a certain pulsing and that they will, they will phase lock. So the law of octaves, it's a little more esoteric. It goes, you know, uh, Pythagoras and stuff like that. But you know, when you look at sound, right, if you look at any frequency, okay, Hey, I got my guitar. I'm going to do it. So I almost missed the show cause I had to find a pick, but <clears throat> I didn't want to play any. Should I play some Van Halen? <laughs> sure. Why not? I hate these amps. It's a good amp. Anyways, so if we look at, we take a particular frequency, right? So in this case, um, probably, it's probably tuned to 440. Here's my A, right? And in that frequency, when you go a certain distance, right? We find that same note. Um, that's repeated, but it's at this higher frequency. So this octave, the octaves are these repeating bands of spectra with different dimensions. And you can actually take the sound all the way up into the electromagnetic spectrum into, you know, cosmic rays, gamma radiation, all this stuff is connected with this fundamental principle of octaves, which is that, that in itself is a whole nother uh, esoteric thing. But so basically, but from this, from this amazing thing. So we have our octave and within that we build the scale, like the which scale means a ladder, right? So I can, I can fill that octave with notes, right? With some kind of pitches. I can go, is that just a, that's a, um, you know, just a chromatic or, So I'm, that's, that's, you know, how I'm, what I'm putting in there, or, you know, I could play, you know, some, 
there's so many different possibilities, but just from this simple phenomena of nature, you have, you know, um, the, the monochord, and this relates even to planetary bodies. You find that this, these laws of these frequencies um, is, is really very uh, fundamental because you have, it's sort of like a fractal relationship, but I'll, you know, may get into that another time, but then, and then next thing we have this psychological. Do you want to, uh, do you want to take off the, the share screen so people can see you play? Oh, oh, sure. Oh yeah. I didn't realize you can. Okay. Just like some sound. I could just be playing a, uh, <laughs> you can just be, there yeah, you I could go. just have some, okay. I could just be faking it. Right. I'm like pressing a button. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not a real musician. <laughs> That's just that's also a form, right? So I have a I've created a form of as a blues, obviously. I'll just sit here and do that, man. Forget the Kabbalah and the Kilafat. But but so that's it seems very simple, right? But this this is a window into the very nature of the universe, right? The fundamental vibratory nature of everything, right? We ourselves exist in you know, electromagnetic frequencies. We have different emotions. These emotions are, okay, let me turn this off. Emotions are, are, are types of vibrations, right? These are, um, they are literally our vibrations, right? The resonances, uh, all of our organs, all this stuff from our cellular level, from our, our DNA to our heartbeat, everything, um, you know, follows, is connected with these types of, of patterns. And fundamentally, it does come down to the principles of, of vibration um, that's why you know music becomes, even though it's a bit invisible in terms of its effect, and you know unless it's a more conscious society, it like for example that that's a song form. That song form is is a model for how I'm organizing space and time, how I can experience it. Right, it creates a a journey, but it's also um, you know it, it, as you limit even the musical expression, you start to limit the perception of the possible, even the perception of, uh, of, you know, of how, what choices you can make. And then you start creating these very limited types of things. But anybody's interesting, interested, you know, this is, it's a little bit of a far out book, but it's called Cosmic uh, Secrets. You know, you go through the, you know, all the different notes and it goes through all the different frequencies. And, you know, I, I don't know if you can see these pages, probably not, right? So there's all kinds of mathematics and all this stuff in there, but I'll just leave that there. But there is science behind it. Um, and one thing that should be stressed is that the, the rational, you know, the move, you know, from, you know, into this rationality, this sort of denial of, of a higher dimension to life or a spirit or whatever that was done, you know, in the, in the, you say the enlightenment renaissance, most of these people were occultists. So you're, you're taking away that aspect from the general public and then it, yet they're deeply going into this stuff. And that's where you get into like ritual science. Um, ritual magic, things like that. Um, and feel free to, to uh, jump in there, Jan, if you want to. Or oh, I, I'm good. You know, we're just watching some of the 
I'm just reading some of the comments in the chat is all. Okay, but what are they saying? Oh, we just had some of the the paid GDL shills show up trying to spread lies. You know, any anything that they don't agree with that challenges their limited cognizance. Anybody is a, they just call the Jew. You know. Mm. Okay, so anyways, move on here. So in manifestation, now when you're going, instead of taking principles, knowledge, energy, and going, you know, to this, you know, to all that a human being is capable of, all the realization, you know, all the beauty, the joy, whatever that can be, you know, um, you go down and we go, and these are some very specific institutions that are, you know, of course, we've talked a lot about all this um, stuff. I know you have too, but these are, these are some of these um, you know, actual projects like we have um, MK often. Um, if you remember that, that was one of the, the um, MK Ulta projects, which was concerned directly with sorcery, with black magic, with, with, uh, you know, hitting the, well, you know, palm readers, um, you know, you've got witchcraft, even, you know, these cults, you have a lot of these, occult organizations being set up or infiltrated. So, but they, um, you know, you know, Sidney Gottlieb was known as the black sorcerer and he, and he himself explored black magic and, um, and, and they even, you know, they got stuff from, you know, looked into voodoo and all this stuff. So that there was a big, uh, research, um, uh, you know, endeavor into this MK off often and under this MK often, uh, program, you have the society for, uh, the engineering institute the sei um and that 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 funded various programs especially working with children right where they took they had young kids you know at a summer camp or at a school and they were used as part of this program to see how people form identities in the language all kinds of stuff society for human ecology um another thing you know mk search um that's another uh, sort of offshoot of uh mk often again part of the mk ultra program but directly connected with a cult ritual black magic and, and and trying to utilize these things um and then finally project star child is a little more one of these more far out you know those guys were having a lot of fun in the cia you know yeah, <laughs> probably <absolutely. take> it. <clears throat> but um and then we go to very specific how's how do the, these programs or projects are are, are manifested well I, you know as i've argued is that this the stuff is now is being rolled out on in a society-wide scale so you know you certainly had you know lots of victims and we have you know of course examples which we've you and myself have talked about you know ad infinitum about like the 1960s you know rock scene that's a great example of 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 you know of a rollout but that was still a little bit scattershot right they you know, did a huge amount of damage but it wasn't to the level that i think it's reached so we look at um remote hypnosis um and remote hi hypnosis means that you know there's a set you're able to hypnotize people whether via electromagnetic means whether via media entrainment uh music or many other the, ways their cell phone whatever staring at it yeah but remote but there's actual technology too to actually hypnotize people and and put suggestions in their mind etc and this has been around for a long time again of course mk ultra um which is you know, again, this is, this is now, this is our society is now basically people are, you know, going through various stages of these types of programming things, you know, almost every day, maybe not everybody, but, you know, and then 
triggered responses. So triggered responses is our particular program cues or codes. They are, um, they can be habitual types of uh, robotic responses. They can also be, um, you know, set in motion behavioral patterns, cognitive patterns. Um, that's, you know, you have sort of like a slavery, but you can actually make people respond, you know, in, 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 in a variety of ways. And in fact, I think that, you know, within the media, as we'll get into a bit later, this is absolutely there, right? To set in, embed these codes. Like, for example, you know, if you're at a, a certain type of a rock concert and, you know, you're tripping, you're tripping balls. They used to say that, right? Yeah. I met, I met a lady and she said she injected LSD in her eye. That was weird. She's, yeah, she's I like, used to know people who used to drop it in their eyeball, you know, I guess direct path to the brain, but it sounded pretty stupid to me. I, I think so, man. Um, yeah. And, and so, um, you know, as we, you know, we go in there, so the trigger responses, then we have programmed alters um, that, that's referring to the, you know, the, these fractured, the, the dissociative identity disorder, right? So people have these different personalities that are triggered, these separate identities that they may not even be conscious of. Um, and this is, of course, done. There's a lot of uh, material on that. I was going to play an audio clip, so I'll probably skip and then but anyway, so the program alters. What I mean is that the mind is fractured and set these separate personalities, but there's a code, there's an operating code for this. Um, and, and that was um, some of the stuff that was coming out when they started finding all these people with multiple personalities. They had all these different layers. They had like a Delta layer, you know, that would be, you know, for assassination, they'd even have self-destruct. They'd have all these, all these different sort of rooms. And then you have surface personalities, but these are, you know, these are, you know, separate uh, entities within a single person, but they're programmed via code. And then cybernetics allows for this type of coding and allows for a large scale modeling and mapping of the society based on these, these loops. And also, um, as I looked at, uh, beers, you know, his, his, uh, city, you know, his, uh, his computer run city with that as star Trek control room, that that's an example. That's the smart city, right? That's the technocrats, you know, manipulating and, controlling and, and modifying and creating the system. So I have this as a, as a loop because it all fits together and people are probably aware of that. But I mean, cybernetics is, is the whole IT stuff came directly out of cybernetics. Transhumanism, they're talking about that in the forties and fifties, um, all this stuff, this, you know, the, the whole, even the, you know, a lot of the words, the technology, um, you know, came directly out of that um, binary code, you know, and, and there's, there's a huge crossover between those in the counterculture you know, and people like Jerry Garcia and, and, you know, people like, you you know, um, Margaret Mead, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Well, and Margaret Mead's husband, Gregory Bateson, was one of the key founders. Well, you know, what about like uh, Timothy Leary was one of the first guys promoting um, virtual reality and all this stuff as well. And of course, he was CIA and he was a crypto Islamist and all of this other stuff, dark Satanist, occultist type, you know, we've exposed him for for years and then uh terence mckenna was another one of these guys a big uh, dark occultist into uh, dr john d and all of the, the the dark occult stuff and he was promoting uh oh what was that stupid program the 2012 end of the world scenario and uh all of that but yeah they're they you know they were all engineering the crash and destruction of society yeah, no, certainly. I mean, and, and Tim Lair is a great example because, um, you know, he was um, absolutely connected and involved with this and, and knowing full well the destruction wrought 
by the LSD, right? And here's the thing, right? There is, you know, I mean, there are, I, I believe, you know, there are these states of, of, of spiritual experience that are there. Um, the problem with LSD is that number one, you, you're getting somewhere without really being grounded if you're even getting anywhere, right? And, and then the second thing is that this can do permanent changes, but it's also, even if you have, you know, you, you take acid and you, you see God, you're still going to wake up in, you know, in your shitty apartment, with, you know, and then, you know, you so see, you're going to, you're, you've, you're creating this dissociation, right? You, you, you have, you've had a state, you can't reconcile it with your daily life. Um, and, and it's just, you know, I guess I don't even understand, you know, why, why going into these realms because you're so easily manipulated, you know, and this is where these types of programming can really be done, especially, you know, if you look, I'm not saying you have to believe in all this, you know, demonology and all that stuff, but that's a perfect state of mind to embed this hypnotic suggestions and put these triggered responses in. And that's, you know, as well as, you know, destroying a huge swath of people and getting people, you know, looking in the wrong direction. You just take a pill and you're there, right? So chime in. So I'll go back here to the, to the share. So a little better operating this thing here. Is it sharing? No. No. There you go. Okay. So I'll get back here to where I was. Um, now this is where it gets kind of deep. So, um, so, so again, the, the, you know, the Sephiroth, um, these are spheres, right? These are, these are dimensions of, of inner and outer life, right? And, and so when you go, it's, it's something that connects, you know, we have, much deeper states of our mind. That's why you have mythology, you have legend, you have stories that access these things that may, you know, not necessarily be conscious of. But so you have the realm of Baal and all right. So you have this inversion of life again into this this tree of death with the the, the very Sephiroth. And each one of the Sephiroth are linked with um uh I actually got this amazing, super interesting article by this guy Scudder that is unpublished about, about the ritual science and the, the kilophot, which I'll, I'll get to in a second. But uh, so we just move on here. So let's just look at actually um, kilophot, right? Is, is, is pretty much the evil, right? It is related directly um, to the process of evil and how do we understand evil and what does it mean? And the fact is that there's this school of thought that actually evil may actually be the path, right? The universe may, God may be evil. You, this is the way you go, but you know, you can look at, um, how does this relate? So you have positive evil, negative evil, necessary evil, da, 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 da. Um, you can go through all this stuff. Um, but these are all different types of quote unquote evil that are expressed through the, um, the, uh, caliphate. And, and I, I, uh, the one thing I should say also with the Kabbalah, there's, they say there's four, four different worlds. There's not just a single, world there's four four separate worlds each of which has their own sephirot tree of life and their own kiafat um but um you know so you move on so what is the root of evil with ensahaf bina gerbu din hud malkut these are um these are some of these spears right and uh, they're not only associated with powers of you know even like you know types of science right is a type of science um but also with these entities, right? Lilith and all these demonic entities that were that are being brought uh, into the world. And how does evil act? Separation, intrusion, 
um, the other multitude, right? So these are all like, so the other means, you know, you have this sense of isolation and separateness and multitude is where everything is just reduced. Humanity is reduced to this big ball, this big gooey mass. Um, um, so Kabbalah is a tree of life. Shadow does not manifest any divine attributes. Uh, the opposite of all the four manifested cosmic systems of worlds within the, the, um, the Sephiroth and Zokilophod is they're the fallen Sephiroth. These are these spears that have fallen down into darkness, but essentially this world is, at least those that believe, the occult practitioners believe that this world is ruled. The wor this world is under the law of the tree of death. The tree of death is the actual law of our space and time in the world. And that's why you go through this process to gain power, control, whatever. Um, so this is this guy named uh, is Israeli Regarde. I just like that picture of him, so I put it up there. And he was a he was an occultist and stuff like that. But he described the uh, the you know the the spears in the uh, the tree of death, um, evil demons of matter and shells of the dead. Um, and so, and I think this is actually somebody though that was practicing this. He wasn't against it. He's just describing what it was. Another another guy. Oops. Oh no, his face is in the way. Um, Ah, that sucks. Um, so that's Alistair Crowley. I, I can what do you, see what, what do you I, think it, you know, what is the psychological makeup of someone who studies all of this dark occult and then uses it to attack the masses, you know, Satanism? What do you, what do you think is the underlying, uh, mental makeup of someone who does that? Well, there's, there's a couple of things. Number one is that, um, there's access to tremendous power, manipulation, pleasure, right? Um, and there's also, you know, depending on the belief system, is that you could, as I mentioned, you could say that actually the universe itself is evil and the illusion is that there is goodness, right? And so this is the reality uh, of evil. Um, and it, it's, you know, there's like, for, for example, Aleister Crowley, I mean, that guy, that's one thing I don't understand in what people idolize. I mean, he was, he was just such a despicable, evil human being, you know? Well, and mean, he would wear that statement with a badge of honor too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, th and, that, and that's, people constantly try to play down how evil he was and what he was actually doing, you know, what started out at, or part of what started out at Desopus Island, which then uh, became, you know, the whole Woodstock, uh, you know, thing and all of that, you know, when I was out there at, uh, Woodstock investigating the whole thing and, and tracking down what he was doing at Esopus Island and, and whatnot. But, you know, it's like, you know, even, even trying to investigate him, people have spun that on me for exposing what he was doing there and saying, Oh, I was the dark occultist. Don't you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, well, the quote from Aleister Crowley, which probably won't mean much to people, is the three evil forms before Samael are said to be Kamatel, Bilal, and Othiel. So he's talking about these, you know, he was very much into this tree of death, right? This is, um, these are these very powerful uh, demonic entities, forces. And even, again, I want to stress, though, you, you can drop, the, you know, the demon stuff and just look at, you know, degradation, destruction, murder, um, you know, the way, like, again, transgender is being promoted. That's exactly, that's directly connected with this. And you even trace the path of what's happening in our society. And now it's not 
just speculative. It's it's going full bore. Well, right? and, and what do you think of uh, Crowley? You know, said that he was in the same fraternity as Muhammad, and Leary went on Hassani Sabah's pilgrimage, and all of these, you know, ties into Islam as you know being the key factor behind it. What do you think about that? Um, well, you know, that's um, you know that this is this is that that thing. You know, you there is this. Well, we fundamentally you go you see with within the tree of death for the adepts, right? For the initiates, for the sorcerers, you become God. You recreate the world in your own image. Hence, transhumanism. Hence, you know, genetic modification. Hence, smart cities and this desire for absolute control. It comes from this idea that you are actually superior. You are God, or you can ascend to God, um, and and in fact, you can. You can, um, you know, take uh, society itself. You can also, um, you know, you can take these entities if you believe in the entities or even the social forces, you know, the, the, the bedrock of society, which I talked about in the first slide and manipulate that. Right. Um, and, and that's the, that's the, you know, that's the goal. What, what do you it, think is the, what I'm trying to get at though, is what do you think makes them rather than empowering people with their knowledge to, suppress manipulate uh turn asunder you know etc you know what what is uh, you know other than just saying well they're a psychopath is you know well you know it's um you know again it's it, I, mystery of iniquity someone just posted well you know i mean there's you know again it's it's something where you know if you have i mean part of it is this is this um e well part of it is directly it's this egotism right this supreme egotism and and then this um, and there's people that get pleasure right from destroying others. Um, right. you know, look, look at it. Look, I mean, look at megalomania, essentially. Well, well, look at, you know, it's like, I mean, I, I'm still, you know, I'm trying to survive. You know, I'm I'm eating, you know, eating at Taco Bell every two days or something. I'm still I'm still grooving. But, you know, you got I'm, it's not that bad. I'm just kidding. I'm just I like that was a I'm panhandling now, but but you know you look at these people that have such immense wealth and power. Like they, they you know, former director of Google is now part of this. What is it? NKVD that, that you know that cult, right? That sex cult, the Brothman family. You know where they people are getting the tattoos. He was running his uh, ex-wife accused. You know this former Google head of of running. You know these these sex trafficking, sex slavery rings. Does that guy need money? Does he have to do that? No, he wants to do it. Right. Um, he wants to be a part of that. And that's the same thing with this, um, you know, like the pedophilia, because what you know with that, you know, you, you know, you're crushing a human soul. Yeah. You know, you're, you're corrupting it and and destroying it, you know, and they they basically they steal the person's soul from a young age. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just um, there's a documentary, um, the guy that got he he died. He got murdered. Um, that professor, I think that was in, was that in Oklahoma, but it was just in the eighties. It's really pretty amazing because he's talking, he met all these, you know, these boy male prostitutes, what happened to him, how they ended up in that life and just the horrible tragic stories, the way they were abused and beaten, um, and just destroyed. Uh, it, it just, you know, it's, it was just amazing. And he, like I said, he ended up, they had, you know, they had, a he had, you know, someone try to shoot him in his home this, you know, professor. And then he, um, and then he supposedly, you know, he shot himself in the head three times. One of those things. Um, 
and you just see this um with a shotgun no <laughs> yeah yeah i think it, i think it actually was but the, <laughs> three you know, times it's, right it, it's it's just hard that's one of the things that you know i'm a little more chill right now but as i you know i was getting into this material i was kind of like man i don't even want to really go into this because you know you, but you have to understand that this is this is a this exists i mean in fact it exists well, and that's that's part of studying all of these secret combinations and the dark occult etc is that you know you need to be aware of it to protect yourself and your friends and family but it's you know it's not something that you want to look into you know well yeah i think i, I think right now um I've, I've got a collection of like images i'll show um at some point just of our contemporary culture this stuff is just now in our faces you know just right here right now all this stuff um you know pr primarily it's it's in a lot of it's in the popular music culture but i think you know which I may haven't stressed it enough as I'm trying to say that these things that rolled out, you know, you have Alice Cooper. Oh, he's just some crazy guy wearing a, you know, wearing a, a dress and playing crappy music schools out, uh, you know, and then, <laughs> and, then, and then going golfing with Bob Hope. Yeah. You know, know it's like, and, and why would somebody like Alice Cooper be writing a song like schools out for summer, you know, when he's like 25 or 30 years old, you know, clearly it's designed to, keep kids from wanting to learn and think school's out forever you know it's like yeah but he's also he's going for a young demographic he's going right. for 14 12 year old kids right exactly and, and there's all this um there's also see this when you let we have the windows of our senses right our eyes our ears you know when you let something into your mind you invite it um you know especially in a, a state of entertainment you know, you're, you're just sort of becoming that a little bit, like you're drawing that in, but someone like Alice Cooper is, is, you know, there's like a type of intense self-hatred. Um, who's that, that guy, the King of, I always forget certain names. I always forget, but the, the guy, the, the punk rock guy, right. Who was like the, you know, he said, I'm God and Satan at the same time. Is you know, that the would, guy that would rub feces on himself on stage or whatever? Yeah. He, he'd take his clothes off on stage and just was absolute ultimate level. Yeah. Of, I, you know, I, we, we exposed him in the music mind control psychobiology series, but I don't, you know, I've blocked that guy out of my mind as well too. But that, that's, that's what, see, that guy's like on, that guy's like, somebody who's not he has no power but he's that's exactly what they want for all of us that that degradation and that because there's this destructive there's a type of self-hatred that's put in there but then it, that's a lot of times people are unconscious of that it's directed outward anyways and, oh, yeah i was yeah. just trying to find him in the database i don't know if i put him in here but it wasn't <clears> he i don't know william burroughs was behind a lot of that stuff too so yeah, and, and you see these artists, though, these, you know, look like, like Andy Warhol, um, you know, the factory. I mean, that's another example. Um, it, it, the thing was, and, you know, you may, you probably skipped this phase because you're a, you're a honorable young man. But, you know, like, you know, you, you look at these people, you know, like Sid Vicious. Oh, that's so cool, man. He like, he's sticking safety pins in his, his cheeks and he, he killed, he died and killed, took a heroin overdose. And, or that guy killed his girlfriend and all this stuff. And, and like that, that punk rock guy who's i think his name was actually jesus the original was first name i think that, and it, that guy though you know the um story was i mean he was a normal guy and then his elder his older brother and a couple of their friends decided to as a joke to dose him right give him a nice strong dose of lsd when he was like 16 and he never he that's what he became from that right but just i mean it's uh, but this people being placed there's some kind of an artist there's a great artist right and and even this concept that you know even in the arts 
um, there was a different concept of the artist as someone who's fully integrated, you know, who not you may have, you know, proclivities and do certain things, but, you know, the idea is the artist is kind of a bridge between, you know, the divine world and, and, and the human world, right? And, 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 and um, in, in a certain way, bearing gifts. And so the artist would be, you look at someone like Tolstoy or something, you know, they're really like an exemplar of, of the, you know, the, the, the highest level of human potential. And you, these people promoted as artists, they're all these self-destructive, you know, idiots, even if they have some artistic talent, you know, I mean, look at that guy, the, the graffiti artist um, that was promoted by Warhol, you know, he died at like 20 something. And, but these people are like, Oh, it was so great. Put on a pedestal. But this is the whole thing that art itself, you, cause you know, we're people that are trying to escape from this. They're looking for something and they right. see this. And, well, this and is, it, it becomes a, an outlet for causing the biggest reaction rather than creating the best piece of art possible. It's not about the quality of the art. You know, it's like this Chinese woman a few years back menstruating on a, a piece of canvas in public and calling that art. It's just about the reaction. It's not about creating anything of quality or value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, if I get to this uh, Charles L. Scudder paper, who was a professor of divinity, I think, at Loyola University, but also was a very... Um, he was hanging out with all these uh, occultists. When, when he died, they found um, a huge quantity of, of pure Owsley acid, enough to dose like, you know, a, a couple hundred thousand, if not even a million people of pure uh, pharmacy-grade LSD. And this guy, again, and his his paper that wasn't published on the Kilifot ties this directly into science, social order, um, and, and all this stuff. You know, it's, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, but yeah, it, so let's just look here at the um, the kilofot, and you know, again, people are welcome to, to tell me they can, they can lower my self esteem, tell me I suck, and I'll then I'll have to go and become a crazed punk rocker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would, wow. Um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, and um, please, uh, folks, while Hans is bringing that up, please support the show. Uh, send your donations. Go to logosmedia.com or patreon the links are below there under the show really appreciate your support show the love go ahead hans oh and uh send your donations to hans utter at hotmail.com as well great yeah so so now we're going to go into the some of the uh the the the, the spears right the shells of the um of the kilifat and there's there's a lot more practical and concrete stuff as i mentioned in this cutter scutter paper talks about regular science ritual science he goes into living systems social organization using the kilifat as a model you know he he uses the different spheres of the kilifat as the way to understand the world but it's it also you know i'll hit that later but so this is the first one um and this the name of this spear the shell is thamael thamael represents duality uh whereas Kether represents unity, so it's opposite of the Kether Seraphat. The Stamael is, is the division, which is perfect only in unity. As a demonic order name, the Thamael were before their revolt. This signifies perfection of God. So notice how all this stuff it's flipping, it's inverted. So they're yep. saying they were this is before, this is that's what that Alistair Crowley quote. This is before Lucifer's fall. This is primordial evil. This is evil that's a base ground force of the universe, right? It's pre-existing. Um, 
so they, uh, this signifies perfection of God. Now, how does it signify perfection of God if this, you know, this evil existed before God did? I don't know, but these angels sought to become more powerful by adding an elf to their name. And that's, again, elf, we have to look at each letter. I'm not going to get into all that stuff with the, the different letters, shin, you know, et cetera. But that, that's a particular letter. We, all these letters are, have potency. They have magical potency when they're enlivened, you know, through this practice. Anyways, um, lowest state of their fall, they became the polluted of God. The cortex or outer form of the thalamus is called the cathode, the broken or light of God. So the male, the male um, aspect of that is Satan, the adversary, right? The adversary. Um, um, and there, there are two demons that are attributed to stress the view that the demonic opposite of Kether is a duality instead of unity, are Satan and Moloch or Malekith. So I know that sounds maybe a little confusing. Kether is is one of the in the tree of life, and this is the its opposite in, in the inverted tree of death. Um, and so there's one school of thought that says it actually is unity, right? That there is a unity, which means that there's a unity of evil, that the evil itself is pre-existing. So it's a little bit scary, right? So you're wondering the belief system of people to do this stuff. This is part of it. Um, yeah, but and then, just let me read this comment. Hold that thought. Uh, Fire Daisy says, very Foucault, Hans. The literary theory that says the deviant becomes the norm. I really appreciate my classes in literary theory to see what has been foisted upon society. Well, no, exactly. And and that's the that's the thing that that's so pernicious, right? We, we see that. Um you know, that even, you know, you sort of, you see the artist as, you know, like, like Jackson Pollock, you know, just, they're just, you know, knocking back gallons of scotch a day and going in his garage and throwing paint around and then going to bars and getting in bar fights, of course, you know, and mate selling his uh, paint splatters for millions of dollars, but that's supposed to be a great artist. He was a, you know, total alcoholic, blah, blah, blah. And, but these people are put forward as great artists or right now, um, when I get I get to the Miley Cyrus thing where she has um, she has you know all these weird deviants in her music video and it's super creepy. But that exactly uh, it's and so what before was for those who wanted you know on the edge the edgy people you know the, the, those in the know would be into that. Now this is becoming the entire base ground of society. You know you always had people out in New York City you know but you know you look at you know the Midwest the backbone. Okay, well, I'm in the Midwest. I don't know if it's the back, but you know, you look at like the, the you know the farmer. You look at these these core values that f survived for thousands of years. They wouldn't even touch this stuff. This is that was who is who whatever was holding society together. So you know, if you have some deviance, but now devi deviance is being enforced upon everybody. You know, so it moves from being just being artistic sort of an attitude like oh I'm deviant. You know, I'm a decadent. You know, smoking opium. Um, you know, and by the way, there's a huge amount of drug use, you know, in, in, in the 19th century, you know, Queen Victoria was taking cocaine. She used to take, um, uh, what was it? Um, uh, well, of course, laudlum, opium, and, and, and um, was it that the stuff to knock people out, chlorophyll? She used to chloroform. She used to take chloroform to relax. She had a little chloroform, chloroform bottle. So there's a lot of, and the, the, a lot of this stuff, you know, kind of percolated in there, but again, in, in kind of underground or very elite circles, right? But anyways... Um, so the the other side is that, that that shows a possible way out is this this is not just Satan. There's also Moloch, Moloch. So there's two. So it's not a it's not a unity, but there's these two beings. And like I said, I'll get into the very the specifics of how this works. I'm just going to go through all these different different levels here, and just go here. And the next one we have uh, Chattagal, confusion of the power of God. 
So, and this is, um, these are the confusion of that great power, which as Chokomo goes forth at the beginning to give the vital energy of creation to the process of Bina. The cortex of Kadigal is called Gogel, those who go forth into the place empty of God. Um, Beelzebub, Lord of the Flies, and Adam Belel, Wicker Man, is connected with Wicker Man, Chadgal, both Satan and Beelzebub, as well as Adam Belal. The name Belal is often used separately as a demonic name. So I said, this stuff gets a bit deep. I'm going to go that far into it. But basically, um, and I, one thing I also want to stress, well, I haven't even mentioned it, is that something called the Adam Kadam, right? It's a perfected man. So the tree of life actually is also in the human body, right? This connects with, you know, um, all the energetic forces, uh, pathways, psychological things, um, and even very specifically to organs of the body, right? So it goes, it's not just totally abstract. It, it connects even with, you know, specific things. But um, so this, this Chadgal is, a, notice what it's saying is that this Chokma gave the vital energy of creation, right? So this is the this is the germination of the evil universe, right? This is how this is happening, um, and, and so it's 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 a confusion, though. It's based on this confusion of the power of God. Go forth into the empty, the place empty of God, um, and 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 so, and we of course know Lord of the Flies. How about that book, William Golding, Lord of the Flies? Right, Beelzebub is not just you think of oh, Beelzebub just one of those demons. No, Beelzebub is very, very important and the Lord of the Flies. And Adam Bilal, Adam is like the primordial man, but this is a primordial man of evil. But it's also the wicker man, like the human um, sacrifice. Um, and so it, anyway, so this is the second, second uh, tier here of our sphere of darkness. But to understand that this is a belief in the, this universe being created out of evil, not out of good. Okay, um, we move on here. Um, Satarel, concealment of God, even as Bina is the great revealing one who bestows the structure of the absolute unto the created, its opposite, the Satharel, conceal the nature of the perfect. The cortex or outer form of the Satharel is also called Shirel, the hairy ones of God. So the hairy, so there's, um, and that sort of sounds like the hippies, right? The hairy ones of God, right? So yeah, the, you have these kind of bestial things. And then this is Luciferuge. Um, and again, these are these are connected with specific types of things. So this is a level. Lucifrage is the ultimate tyrant, right? The, the smart city is Lucifrage. That is the manifestation or the power of the Lucifrage. Um, and then we go on here. The Gamacho devours. Chisette is a source of bounty, both in ideas and substance to the lower forms. Gamacho is the order of devours who seek to waste the substance and thought of creation. The outer form is the one of Arizal, the binding ones of God. And then we have Astaroth from um, the demonic entity. So let's just see this. Uh, well, I, that seems weird, right? Why would you want to waste the thought and substance of creation? Isn't that what's happening right now? Isn't that what's happening when you, you create gender confusion, when you, know, when you have uh, you know, massive uh, damage from vaccines, when you have people dying, healing over every second from this opioid crisis? You got the Sacklers you know, using all their, their money and making these great museums. And they, they say in their own, their own um, documents that we're going to target worldwide America. And, and, and they have. And they've killed millions. And they destroyed millions of lives. Um, you know, just look at it. I mean, look at the, you know, laying the world to waste. Um, this is exactly what's happening, right? You know, that's like taking a child, 
right? You take a ch an innocent child. What's more beautiful than an in in a child, right? The purity of a child and that 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 time that's so unique, especially you know when you're a child, it seems like it lasts forever. Of course, when you grow up, it's just it's just such a unique beautiful yet fragile part of life to destroy, to lay waste to the form and thought of creation. Um, anyways, and this is connected with Ishtar of the Babylonians and also Isis. So these are all connections um, with this. And uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll come back to earth here. Okay, well, that's a sigil for, um, for one of the demons. Luckily, you can't see the whole sigil. So a lot of these things are, rep these sigils are Diagrams, right? These are used also to summon the yeah, demons or draw the Should you be energy. showing that? <laughs> well, it's, it's actually it actually got cut off, so you only see part of it. So you go, you're lucky. Um, I just keep going. <laughs> We're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm a Satanist. <laughs> just I'm just too nice, man. I, I you know, I, I, I don't, I don't understand it. I think it's nice. You want to feel good. You want, you know, to show kindness. You want to appreciate beauty. You know, that brings joy to me. I, I don't know how, but you have to understand again, this is an inversion. Okay, anyways, continuing. Well, well, correct. And, you know, to me, it's about empowerment. That's why I've done this show for 11 years, to empower people with all of this stuff that we've exposed for year after year. And whether or not people are intelligent enough or, you know, care to fact check us and go into it more is up to them. But at least we've provided them with the information to discover you know the facts and truth behind this stuff if they so choose you know some of them you know would rather attack us than than dig and look and think but you know at least we've we've done our part yeah and and, and you know and, and again uh, you know it, this is i know this is a huge or potentially a huge amount of information but i just want to at least expose people because this is the thinking you know it, it as you were saying when you asked me that question which is was very uh Say germane. That's a great word, right? Germane. I love that word. Yeah, but, sure. Um, <laughs> but it's very germane because um, that is the that is how it's possible for people to go into the. You know. Um, anyway, so this is you, you know, but we still haven't gotten to the root of what we think makes people hate life and the world and society and family and children and everything so much that they would want to destroy it, harm it, suppress it, uh, you know, all of these things. You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's just, it's a bizarre psychology, you know? Well, but it's not only a psychology. Again, again, you're looking, you see the, you, you know, okay, I'll just keep going here. So Golaba literally means burning bodies, the shell. Um, Geroba. So this is like, you know, again, we have the name of this. The first line is the name of the, the shell. And then you have you have a male and female form. There's like positive and negative associated with it. But anyways, um, Goroba is going forth in power to rule in righteousness in an upright manner. So that's the, the, the tree of life. The order of Golab is composed of those who burn to do destruction and forth their will upon others through strength and not righteousness in a non-upright manner, even on themselves. The outer form is UCL, the ruins of God. Um, okay, and then uh, Asmodeus, so we have, and Samael, um, the, the Asmodeus, the destroying god, or Samael, the black, um, is associated with this. So again, this is instead of ruling in righteousness, this is ruling in destruction. And 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 and, um, and then uh, Asmodeus, this name is half Hebrew and half Latin. Asmodeus is often mentioned in the in the, in the literature of demonology. This name 
can also be translated as the one adorned with fire whom they call Samael the Black. Um, and, and by the way, all this stuff is in music videos, the real deep stuff. I mean, this, this is being blasted down our throats now. It's not like I'm just, you know, I'm not just pulling, I wasn't just doing bongs and just came up with this, you know, it's, sorry, that was, I was just being silly. Trying to break the humor, that, no one laughed, okay. So, and this is next one, is Theragion. Those who bellow grief and tears. Um, so Tephrath, that, that's from the Tree of Life, is, is the place of great beauty and rejoicing. The Theragion build ugliness and groan about it. The cortex of Theragion is called Zomel, um, the revolt of God. So, so lo lo look at look at this. They build ugliness. Look at our cities. Look at the. This is this is related to you know of course the construction to architecture to our spaces to all this stuff, and even you could say our, our artistic expression. Um, and then they groan. I guess they groan. That's like the suffering. Maybe it's a suffering artist like Andy War. I guess Andy Warhol. He's he was too crap even ours to ever suffer but i mean that's part of the art artistic expression if you make this destructive art right yeah, like the, the irony with andy warhol is he had a collection of classical art while he promoted you know campbell's soup cans and crap and that that's and then you have the 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 the, the, uh, the fruition of you know five you could say you could say fifty thousand years of painting right that was coming up in in 19th century you got like the pre-raphaelite artists you got the the greatest level of that art that has ever been and then you push this destructive art you know you got picasso you know he can just throw that crap out i mean i i paint i'm not saying i'm okay i by the way i have soul paintings but i, I don't you know i try i try my best i think they're pretty good i like doing it but you see people you know that like you know they have this art that's deliberately creating ugliness it's disturbing the mind look at look at again the music look at this stuff black metal or you know look at again this disordering you know look at like look at all the sculptures man if you look the cities you know you used to have these beautiful sculptures and now you all the places you got like henry moore is like this decapitated thing with no head and and so you're creating ugliness it's like the punk rocker you know you're creating ugliness and then you groan about it uh, but it's revolt okay revolt of god um thagger and the replacement tiferet the spear of the vitalizing sun with the place Belphegor and Belphegor is very important, the Lord of the Dead. So we have this is now the Lord of the Dead, right? So the space of creation, of building, you know, of building and developing becomes the space of the dead. Okay, next one, Harab Safrael, Ravens of the Burning of God. So the, again, the first one is the, the spear from the tree of life that this is this is the opposite of. So Nedzak is the openness of natural love. The Harab Serapal are the ravens of death who reject even their owns. Their outer form is Samael, the foul substance of God. So you look at that, the ravens of death who reject their own children, their own families, their own race, their own, you know, people that sac you know, sacrifice their children who, who um, and they're foul, they're, you know, they're fouled with this, um, this stuff. Um, and so we have, you know, the, the foul substance of God. So this is like, you see this filth and like this cess, cesspool, but you see very concretely, you know, again, people will sell that, you know, rape their children or whatever, or, you know, do things like that. And then we have Baal and Lord and Tubal Cain, maker of sharp weapons. And Tubal Cain is a central figure that is honored and worshiped in masonry in Rosicrucian order. So all this connects with Cain. So Tubal Cain- And that, and that goes back to my sh recent shows with Todd, tying this all back to uh, Islam and showing how those were actually, are actually Islamic organizations, but, uh, you know, and, and Gnostic. So that's a, 
you know, but I recommend people check out the three shows I've done with Todd. I think he'll be back next week. Yeah. So what's interesting, you know, again, sure. I'm, I'll try to not talk so fast. I'll just take a deep breath here, Don't man. Trying I'm just trying to get through all the information. I'm just, I'm happy. But uh, so Tubal King, just to say briefly, so when you join the Rosicrucian order, you know, if you don't know about this, this Kiafite, you think, oh, Tubal Cain, he's just some character, some mythological dude. Um, you know, I think he's like, you know, in, but in the Rosicrucian order, they say we are the followers and sons of Tubal Cain. Okay, so Tubal Cain is connected directly with Baal. Baal is what the god, the demonic god with the, you know, the human sacrifice, the temples of Baal, where they did human sacrifice. This is what this comes from, right? This is an ancient religion, the ancient cults of human sacrifice. I said, this is much older um, than, you know, the, even the Judaic religion or whatever. This, this is ancient. This is, you know, the, 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 um, you know, the Chaldeans and even before that, these are, you know, again, these cults based on human sacrifice and, and Tubal Cain to this day is honored and worshiped in masonry and all these other things and you're a mason you know then you so did, did the people even the masons even know and let, and let they hit, hit the 33rd degree what tubal cane actually is okay and maker of sharp weapons so you also have this so tubal cane is like a builder right but uh, weaponry armor war destruction right um and in the harab shafel baal is attributed and as a word which means lord much as adonai means lord the word baal or bell has become restricted in its usage to signify Lord of Darkness, also attributed as Tubal Cain. But Baal is Lord, right? Baal is the Lord, like you say, Lord Jesus Christ. Baal means Lord, right? Baal is the Lord of that. It's like your Christ figure when you go into this path. And it's what's being enforced and forced upon humanity on, on a wide scale. Um, <clears throat> okay, and then we have Samael. The dissolution of God or the left hand, the left hand path. Hode is a complex work working of the will of absolute. Samael represents the barren desolation of a fallen and failed creation. The outer form is Thanel, the filthy wailing ones of God. That's pretty, pretty heavy, but you see this creation is barren and desolate, right? This is the opposite. And this is connected with Adromedic, powerful king. So, but this is also, um, you know, you can all you can get worldly powers, right? By you know, people mostly material. I was able to get on this stuff is coming from practicing dark occultists that are trying to work with these and energies that are that are worshiping them. That they want to get. Say, if you want to get political office, you would follow Samael, right? Um, and look at what they're building. What are they doing? They're destroying the world. You know, you're bombing these countries to, to destroying traditional. Okay, anyways, rant. It, it's. The Samael, uh, Adrolamelech, is attributed. This name is found in 4th Kings. And the men of Babylon made Sokobeneth, and the men of Kuth made Negril, and the men of Hamath made Ashima, and the Avites made Nibaz and Tarak, and the Sepharites burnt their children in the fire to Adramalek and, and Amalek. Okay, and that, that's in the Bible. Um, and that's what is happening. You know, Bohemian Grove the pedophile that's what Pizzagate is so that's what I'm saying is these things are being manifested and they're being normalized um, and then uh, I'll, I'll stop this second if you want to uh, dive in or you have any comments um, oh while you were talking I'm just reading the comments there's some pretty confused people in there um, you know they they're they're not getting it they don't read the books themselves so they think it's all just you know uh, 
mythology or there's nothing to learn in them. I mean, you know, one thing I need to make clear is that if you really want to understand, and this might sound crazy to those of you who haven't done it, but if you really want to understand a lot of what's going on in the world today, reading the Bible is absolutely essential because it actually does lay all of this stuff out, and it's going to explain things in a way that you can understand it. And this is why they don't want people reading it. It's not just old stupid mythology or, you know, books for ignorant people and you're smarter than everyone else who's ever read it because you didn't read it type of thing. Ignorance is bliss. You actually need to sit down and and read it. And, you know, I recommend reading the Quran. You know, we've, we've shown over and over in the series with Lloyd that the Quran itself, just alone, that one book deals with, 51% with killing non-believers, killing the kafir, the Christians, etc. Um, and, you know, the the occult basis behind it and the, the Kaaba stone, the black stone, the black rock that they worship at Mecca. And uh, so people need to understand these things. You have the story of Hagar and, and Ishmael, and, and she says to, uh, was it Sarah or... Abraham, that uh, Ishmael's offspring are, are going to be the, 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 you know, the cause of, of whatever against Abraham's children for eternity, which is what Islam is. And you have to read these books to understand what it means. Um, Matt is saying, I don't see how the Bible can be true when it contradicts. He's obviously never read it. He's constantly regurgitating things that other people have told him. Um, there's the Old Testament, there's the New Testament. The Old Testament is the Old Covenant. The New Testament is the New Covenant. They're separate books, and you have to understand them as such. But people need to read them for themselves rather than repeating every stupid lie that they've ever heard about them. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. sit down and study. That's the smartest thing you well, can do. Yeah, and I want to say, like, I'm not, I'm not the one that's, you know, I like the uh, the EU is 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 a is a uh, replica of the Tower of Babel. I mean, this stuff is all over. Once you start to recognize it, like I said, it's it's complex. It's not easy. It, it may seem like this is just mythological stuff. Well, the people that rule our world are engaged in this. You have the same cults existing from ancient the ancient world surviving to this day. Absolutely, so this, stuff, this stuff is still there. And I'm not, you know. You know, and I mean, okay, let me just, I'll just jump into the, the uh, modernity uh, just real quick. And this is this, you know, scientists, again, working with MK Ultra people and working with all, you know, with beers, working with the cyberneticians. And this is his paper on the Kilifad. He talks a lot about science and ritual science. But here's the concluding part of his paper. And this is a very powerful person. And this is what he's writing. I'm going to read it right now. Um, he, he's basically saying that altruistic behavior is is, you know, not, it's not, it's a disevolutionary, a dysgenic strategy. But his, here's his conclusion. Um, science clearly indicates that extinction is real. On the other hand, survival by taking another's life is a satisfactory strategy. The victor writes the history books. We have no options. Scientific laws are not as fragile as moral laws, are they? No matter what we profess, the behavior of systems higher on the hierarchy will prevail. And these practices, these practice no strategy of altruism. Okay, this is related to, this is again, somebody connected, high level professor connected with people in, you know, Macy conferences. And he's talking about, this is a policy document saying we cannot, there's no altruism. 
you know, um, and okay. Someone will strike quickly and secretly to avoid retaliation. Someone, hopefully us, will act swiftly to exterminate most of mankind. Saying right there, okay, this actual paper. He's saying right there, some of us, mostly us, will act swiftly to exterminate most of mankind. The paper is called the Kilifat. He ties in the Kilifat to all types of social order, etc. Which you know, I mean, I get to. That's a pretty. That's a pretty big statement. I'll just read that again. Someone, hopefully us, will act swiftly to exterminate most of mankind. It can be done. Science has given us the power, shown us the way, and provided us with the justification. So right here, you see. So I'm not, you know, again, I didn't pull this out of my uh, my rear end. Um, these are the, you know, this is the architects of, this is our current system. This is architects of 5G technology. This is architects of the global surveillance grid. This is exactly, these are the, the, the visionaries behind that, and this is what they're implementing. And okay, again, he said, we'll, science gives us this is the science this is the tree of death through for the practitioner the power of evil is the power to become god and they are as gods right okay i'll keep reading what he's saying because it's, it's mind-blowing i mean this is again this is a famous scientist professor writing this okay um someone hopefully us will act swiftly to exterminate most of mankind it can be done science has given us the power shown us the way shown us the way and provide us justification by means of a complete, totally dissolving attack on all humans except ourselves, we will emerge as global man. Read that again. By means of a complete, totally dissolving attack on all humans except ourselves, we will emerge as global man. Global man means the Adam Kadam. It means you are God. You are rules in the universe and everyone else. That's what they're doing. That's why you have mass extermination going on. This is the thinking behind it. And again, they're, they're, he's linking it to the, to the, the Kilifat. I didn't link it to the Kilifat. I, don't, I didn't put all this symbolism in the music videos, and it's all over. Anyways, I'll just, I mean, this is amazing. I'm, like I said, I can't go through the whole thing because he talks about behavioral science, agriculture. You know, it, it's a pretty erudite paper. Um, okay, I'll read that again. By means of a complete, totally dissolving attack on all humans except ourselves, we will emerge as global man, which means we emerge as the singular rulers of the world. We are God. We are that global man means the Adam Kadam, the the literally the, the you know the, the the God. Okay, we will control our population through perversion and chemistry. We will control our population through perversion and chemistry, gifts of ritual science, describing science, the scientific process as ritual as a type of ritual magic that is used for this aim. And this is, you know, again, people follow this. You can, you know, we, I, we could give you 100,000 examples. Um, we will govern and regulate the natural ecology by joyously accepting it, moving with it, gliding on the surfaces. We will practice self-determination and altruism whenever it promotes our survival. So what that means is we'll do some nice things, We'll throw some bones out to the, the common man as, as we set up the system. You know, you, you're wondering why, why would you, you know, you can make food. Why are you going to put toxic additives in our food? Why, why you know, we're being poisoned? Why would you poison humanity? Well, here's your answer. Um, and, and the altruism, do practice altruism when it's convenient. We'll, we'll act like we care, you know. And of course, all these language, all the language of the stuff is always 
is always couched in this type of altruistic thing. And this is a whole guilt thing, right? You got the white guilt, you got all these types of guilt. Um, you know, we're so bad. Okay. We have to, you know, I have to go cut my balls off because I'm such a bad white man and I have to, you know, let these people pummel me and, you know, they're raping and tearing away the land that my ancestors built because my, uh, one of my ancestors signed a signed declaration of independence. So I I feel a little strongly about when I see what's happening. Anyways. um, Okay. And anyone's whose behavior is contrary or malignant, we will kill straight up. How is a dyadic or a higher order feedback relation to be studied or divided in regard to behavior. So again, this is cyber. This is basically an internal document from the Mesa conferences. They don't, you know, this stuff is written in code. This is without the code. How is a dyadic or higher order feedback relationship to be studied or divided in regards to behavior? That means the feedback systems, you know, uh, again, this is setting up these control loops um, to essentially mechanize the entire society, to mechanize human beings, you know, to create this, even nature itself, you're going to destroy nature because, because nature is something beyond your power. You have to, you even have to make even the animals, you have to make genetically modified, you know, animals, you know, like um, the island of Dr. Moreau, the stuff is so heavy. Um, many of our sciences may be blind to this problem. Do the men cause the ghettos or do the ghettos produce the men? Does a family constellation cause a psychotic or does a psychotic promote the family constellation? Did society evolve the brain or does the brain evolve the society? Who is the controller and by whom controlled? Where is the stimulus if it can be traced back to the creature which is stimulated? What point of view, what hypothesis, what demon or ghost has the greatest validity in regard to a systems approach to behavior? Again, systems approach. This is cyber. These are, this is like this guy worked with beers directly. Beers is a guy I showed in the beginning who was making that little control grid to run the whole economy. Um, in studying the behavior of men, okay, um, we may be leaving out something in our worldview and in our scientific dogma. We did not conclude, we did not consider the mice in our biology. Who are the mice? We're the mice. We're the mice, right? We're the mice in their biology. They were extrinsic to the cubes part of the environment. I'm not even sure what the cubes, I don't know if he's talking about spears or cubes. I think we're talking about the black cubes. But anyways, in studying the behavior of men and their affairs and artifacts, we find a lot that resembles the cubes. We're talking actually about the kilofut, right? The satanic spears. Um, the behavior of men and their affairs and artifacts resemble the cubes in as much as if we were to observe the cubes and not the mice, we will think the cubes are affecting the mice. So the cubes, this is, you know, we're, we're mice in their experiment. Literally, we are mice running around in the maze and we're going around and they're observing us. He just said, we want to kill most of humanity so we can ascend to be gods. Um, the conclusion tentatively reached by this author is that the concepts of most, most of our behavioral sciences are rooted in a culturally determined point of view and advancement or intellectual change with some rewards as possible only when these hardened dogmas of the life science, life sciences are broken by other frames of reference. What hardened dogmas like gender, you know, like human birth, you know, okay. Um, other consciously conceived, accidentally discovered realities, transcultural and metalinguistic. So we're talking about taking away human life and 
creating with a totally artificial system that is completely controlled externally. Um, His conclusion is that our culture only prepares us to perceive a thing in a familiar way. In order for us to receive intellectual change with some reward, we must cast away our hard dogmas as they are broken by other frames of reference, other consciously perceived, accidentally discovered realities. It's perhaps impossible for the straight-jacketed minds of pure scientists to consider the revolutionary import of this attitude. But those who, along with their being scientists, are also philosophers, or more importantly, sorcerers, understand the depths and dangers it pertains to us and our society. So, so right there, you have a statement that saying that it's a nice kind of ending, but it's saying we've got to have, you know, you have to, you have to put a little coding on it that we, you know, we, the, the people in this, there's people in the sciences that aren't on board with what we're doing. But again, this is, you know, these are the high level theoreticians that, that are, that have created our world. Okay. This is not, I, I'm not making this up. Just, you know, look at Google, this surveillance network. This is the people that the visionaries of this, these are the visionaries of transhumanism talking about transhumanism in the 1930s or whatever, you know? Um, I, sorry, I didn't mean to be pissy. I just felt like you thought some people were saying that I was just kind of pulling this from space. I'm not pissy. I just, it's, I'll just blast this here real quick. Um, and then I, I said, this is kind of, I mean, I think. Wanna, nice. There you go. Yeah. Put that yep. full screen. There you go. Um, so now we're just going a little more of the technical. And so here we have the first, the first level, like how you start this path, right? So instead of ascending to God, you start from the lowest level. How do you transform a society? How do you become gods on earth? You start from Nima, whispers or night specters. These are responsible for strange, frightening sounds in strange places. They excite the mind and cause strange desires. That is music. That is the first entry point, which I talked about on our last show, is this is the, the you know, these frightening sounds that excites strange desires. This is the music, the change of music. And Namaha um, is a sister of Lilith. Um, okay, you know, anyways, that's, and the sister of Tubal Cain. Okay, and uh, stuff is like super fascinating though, when you get into it. I'll just go through, I'll try to go through this a little bit quickly. And the, you got your Islamic mystic, and I would be there, but um, the rule of Thamel Satan. Uh, okay, let's see if, um, da, da, da. Okay, um, Ibn Arabi uh, insists the diabolical principle is that which resists the self-realizing urge to create the own other objects creation, insists in the soul right of pure spirit and transcendence. Um, okay, anyways, I'll move. some of the stuff I'm, gonna, I'm skimming through here. Okay. Okay. Um, so this is, uh, you know, again, a little going back to the, the shelf, Sothril, um, the hairy ones of God. Uh, this demonic order have been described as a black labyrinth of chaotic riddles where Lucifer's reigns. The magician's third eye is open and darkness becomes light. If ascension progress through this order, the result is in that the musician learns, sorry, magi magician learns to see the light of Lucifer and becomes clear seeing. Okay, so the, the chaotic... Okay, I'm sorry, I'm kind of rushing through this. Um, okay, I'm trying to, uh, essential. I'm just gonna, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm happy to send this to people if they're interested, but. Um, sure. Um, so, but anyways, so we, you start to see some of these, um, 
some of these these practices, right? So the ravens of dispersion, we talked about the demons associated with it are hideous demon-headed ravens issuing forth from a volcano. The kill of Fat are the unbalanced forth of a particular sefer. Okay. Um, okay, there's... So, but this is, we have unbridled lust, right? So again, I'll bring up these pictures just from contemporary pop artists. You, once you start to understand the symbology of this stuff and the process, and again, I read a paper from a cybernetician and I, did, I didn't just read the conclusion, but he's talking about how to implement the principles of the key of, of this on society. Um, so, um, so it's this uncontrolled passion, desire, greed, and covetousness unbridled lust right so is that not being promoted unbridled lust right to to indulge every passion to you know isn't you look at the wolf of wall street right that that guy who destroyed millions of people's or thousands of people's lives by stealing all their money is this big uh you know uh, drug guzzling whoremonger is treated as a hero right you, you they're, they're treating these psychopathic people as heroes um, but that's exactly what this stage is. And this is how you promote these values in the society, right? This is how you, you're able to transmute society and use the degradation of society as fuel, basically, for your, your, own, um, um, your own particular um, movement. Right. Okay. And, and, and so one, another aspect, okay, I'm skipping ahead, but this is about the idea of beauty, um, beauty of art, beauty of nature, right? So the destruction of beauty of art, it's very important. Um, so, and, and there's an inner type of beauty, right? That art itself is a reflection of this inner beauty of the natural world. Um, and so the kilophot of terophot, thus are forces that hinder man from experiencing the state of union, communion, or beauty, right? So you're taking away the natural experience of beauty you're taking away the art you're taking away um you're taking away you, you you're making the experience of beauty in, invisible right you're taking that out of, out of the human human sphere um and this is garabat and this guy in the, that paper i read has a whole section on the garabat um garabat is the most easy to explain it is a corbantic severity and merciless violence which judges according to bias standards it, it is wrath against the wave-like, unpredictable motions of life and creation. The Kilifat of Garabah is prepared to burn the last seat of life in order to maintain an established structure or law. Um, the the, the Kilifat of Garabah is called Golohab, which means which can be translated as the flaming ones. So this is what he's referring to in the paper, right? Is this his idea that this absolute mercilessness to enforce this control state to in, to destroy anything and to have this completely rigid inflexible system that cannot be uh, escaped from and we can see you know see that all over the place um you know in, in our contemporary world um and so the natural flow of life is, is rejected um and the thing is like it burns the world to the ground right destroy the last seed of life nuclear war right i mean that's the insanity of these people, but you know, you don't think that the people in charge would, you know, they that they've got underground bunkers of you know wipe out probably most of Earth for these things. This is what they believe. I mean, at least that's as a template they're following. Um, and then, okay, that's okay. Um, okay, just okay. And another aspect we have yesod is the destruction of fertility. So you take away. 
you, you remove fertility and turn sex simply into pure pleasure. You remove creation um, and you turn, they're known as the obscene ones, right? Um, Gamala is a kilafa associated with Safar Yasod on the Kabbalistic tree of life. It translates as the obscene ones and the demons associated Yasod in the seraphith that collects the energy from the seraphith above it. It stores these archetypal ideas in the unconscious and expresses them in their correct time. It is associated with the sexual organs and unconscious sexual desire. It can be seen that without the correct expression of the images stored in Yasod, either through physical expression of Malkuth or by tr translating them in Tilabath, an unhealthy sexual repression exists. Right? It is believed that priests who choose to become celibate end up molesting children, um, da da da. But basically, this is destroying fertility, right? And we'll, I'll show you some stuff. We have the Miley Cyrus, you know, she has this thing like abortion, abortion is healthcare. So they're promoting sex as pleasure, sex as, you know, in the most graphic types of, you know, uh, of sex there is. And that that's, but that is actually destroying fertility. And that that's a very important thing. And this is absolutely, you know, someone's going to tell me that's not happening in the world. Um, and gamelas are above the sphere of forbidden sexuality. This is the, the space of pedophilia, the space of rape, of incest. Um, what well, Adam and Eve represents the sexuality of a dutiful nature whose purpose is reproduction, right? So we have the natural order with male and female having families reproducing. Lilith and her demonic lovers correspond to an initiatory sexuality in which the force of Eros is used to reach higher states of mind. A dark magician enters Gamayel to become fully aware of the, the, me the mechanisms of sexuality and thus ceases to be enslaved under hidden instincts, right? But then they enslave others. And, you know, again, this is the, this is the, this is the, the sexual revolution, right? And, and the dark magicians, which these people say, you know, I, I mentioned, um, you know, the, you know, this the MK, um, uh, whatever, often, you know, whatever that, they, they, you know, they're sorcerers, the black, this is what they want. You're trying to understand what they're doing. Here it is. Um, Okay, just the last thing I'll read on this, um, Lilith, Mother of Demons, Queen of Vampires. And how about the band Lilith Fair? Anyone remember that band? Lilith Fair, that, uh, the, the yeah, feminist totally. little rock tour? Absolutely, yep. yep. So Lilith, Mother of Demons, Queen of Vampires. Vampires, right? That's being pushed a lot. Rule of Harlots, the Empress of Evil, is a deity that has haunted mankind since the time of Sumerians right up to the present day. She's mentioned in ancient Sumerian manuscripts as Lil, and was feared as a devastating storm demon. Her name would later be associated with the Semitic word Lel, which signifies the night. Lilith has been feared, but has also been desired due to her mythical beauty. She haunts both men and women at night, and she seduces those who are asleep with sexual pleasure that surprise anything that could be generated on the mundane level. Lilith is mentioned in old Jewish texts like the Zohar and the Talmud, and in the uh, alphabet Ben Shear manuscript. Okay. Um, yeah. And so the story about basically she didn't sleep with Adam and she ran off and basically became the, the lover of all these demons. And she gave birth to so many different demonic entities, but the Lilith is worshiped. I mean, you once you know the symbolism, cause you know, you see all the occult stuff, it seems kind of random. It's not random. Um, okay. And she's the aspect of physical, physical existence of man that cannot be controlled. So they're also saying within this idea that man cannot control himself, he must break away from these forces, right? Um, at any moment, she can open her womb and swallow man's phallic monuments, right? So Lilith, um, <clears throat> Lilith is the 
is the, you know the mother of harlots. Lilith is the um, you know again in these you know again I just well know. that's well said the mother of harlots she's the ultimate Jezebel essentially yeah and then I'll just um, I know I'm getting a little late here I'll just I'm just going to open this up and she you know in some of the beliefs uh, she becomes the serpent or the first Satan essentially yeah yeah um, and. And just to, just to, you know, at least give some evidentiary claims, this is a uh, brand new um, Miley Cyrus thing. It's just, it's really cool. Um, we'll just check this out. I've got a bunch of other photographs in here, so we'll just check this out. Um, and I, full screen. Um, so look at this. This is her new, um, okay, you got it. Here you go. Her new music video. This is what she's wearing. Good grief, man. You, you look at, look at her vaginal area there's teeth on it you see the teeth and this is this is a song i'm a lot like my mother it's the name of the song it's brand new new release can you change teeth. that i don't want to look at that yeah yeah but it, every one her jewelry there's all this stuff is there another miley cyrus abortion is health care abortion is health care that's this is that and I, I can go back to that there's a whole I mean, I didn't get it. There's a huge amount of detail. I, I hope right? she does end her own family with that, <laughs> you know, her own family tree with that uh, line of quote unquote logic. Yeah. She is, <laughs> you know, she, uh, what she promotes to young girls because she was a, a Disney girl or whatever is just, you know, terrible, you know, and then it makes you think of her father and what he promotes in his country music. But wow. Yeah. But look at this. Okay. We just move on a little bit. Look at this, and this is her. This is showing the cesarean section. It's it's like a zipper. It's they should have a clip where they show the cesarean section turning birth. You're removing fertility. You're making showing this ugliness, this uncleanness, right? This pollution. Um, and, and you know, I'm not going to get in all the occult stuff, but you, the kilophot is where you're going to find where all that stuff is. It's not just you know the one eye thing. It's way way deeper than that. Um, this is one of the people she has in her video because she, she's sharing these. She considers these to be. Um, these wonderful uh, icons of diversity. And these are actually just normal people. Well, I guess not that normal. This is a, a, a woman who cut her own breasts off. Um, and, and so she's now a man, but she's a transgender. She's not a famous artist. She's just actually a, a person, you know, like a fan of a fan that got in the, got in the video. She was involved uh, in self-hatred and, and, you know, mutilated yeah. herself. And yeah, yeah. Um, and this is this is what Miley Cyrus said was her biggest score. She's got I, I've got a black, crippled, transgender in my video, and this is the black crippled transgender who's just again just uh, sort of a, just some person you know living in an apartment. They're not famous, but they're put into this multi million dollar music video. I can go through, yeah, I can, the colors. There's so much. Even that hand gesture. That hand gesture is directly tried. To the there's huge amount of stuff in there, but I won't I don't have time to do that. And I, now I just I'm just showing some pictures from a variety of recent uh, music videos, um, and, and there's so much stuff there. Um, and to be honest, before I, I did I got into this thing, which is pretty recent, um, I just thought okay, there's some kind of creepy stuff, and I, I even I saw analysis of it, and I was just okay. There's a one eye, and there's you know this and that. There's when you understand the stuff I just discussed, then you start seeing what is in these videos as far more, well, far more well thought out and far more nefarious. If, um, you know, if you, you know, believe in that, but this is again, 
let me go back my initial statement. The stuff is first occurs in the plane of music. It's that's where it starts. So this is, it's being showing up in music videos. You know, again, you just look at, you know, I mentioned Alice Cooper. I can mention many other examples, but um, okay. So we can move on. So I have a few more pictures here. Um, then this is just another, you know, of course the checkerboard, this duality. Um, it's another pop star. Um, this is from a music video. This is straight out of what I'm talking about. Um, these images, there's all right here with the horns. This is these are actually these are two of the of the demons associated. Um, this is a two, two of the demonesses uh, associated with. This is straight out of the Kilifat. This is a this is an actual replication. There's many many symbols here. Many things. You you know the staff. You've got the upside down sword. You know and this. Uh, you know I mean all this stuff. It's you know, like I said, I didn't get into detail. This this is directly the stuff I'm talking about in this very deep, arcane, occult material is right here in your pop culture. And this is not accidental. You know, it, it's this is not easy to grasp. You know, and, I, and you know, it's the upside down, upside down pillars. There's a whole amount of numerology in this. This is this this itself is like an initiatory. This is an initiatory practice, and and, and it's extremely well grounded. It's not just debauchery for debauchery's sake. That's why I'm saying things are on a very different level. Um, and, and, and when go, they and when they do these rituals publicly and broadcast them, they're involving the the viewing audience in the ritual. That's what people don't understand as well. Well, absolutely. And and again, if you look at look at you know how if you start looking at the process of music shaping culture, you go back to the jazz age, and you see you know that's associated with alcohol, with certain you know with other you know kind of loose living. You know, then you have 50s rock, you know, which which also rebellion against the family, but pretty mellow. Right. But now look, look at our world now. OK, you know, you're going to tell me that this is not reached a really extreme stage. And this is this is next. I mean, this I mean, I could spend an hour just going over this thing and, and some of it's super disturbing. So I, I don't want to do it, but let's just move on. And here we have our Rolling Stones. And so um their their hand gestures are actually spelling out letters. These letters and the hand gestures and the way their their posture they're actually um, referencing. Uh, I think it's the 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 Gurumak, um, that um, that particular uh, spear of shell of of, of the Kilafat, um, even with the hand on the head. This is not accidental. Every single little gesture, every hand. This is all has very deep symbolic meaning. How many people even know what this means? No, you know, I, I didn't know what this meant, meant a month ago. I had no idea. Um, so again, if, you know, and, and even like the, the mark, what he has on his, his, you know, his cheek. I mean, like I said, it, a lot, there is stuff, look, there's stuff that's just, you know, like Motley Crue is just, um, you know, Motley Crue, you know, there's just scatter value. These are actual direct, and again, these are deep occultic symbols. It's not just like throwing a pentagram on. You know, this is way deeper than that, right? This and, um, and again, these are associated. The Kilafat is associated not only with you have demonic entities; it's associated with using society itself as the you know as the mice in your maze, as you know, as this kind of talked about using using you know wiping out most of humanity, and and, and they're just mice mice in the maze. So we have all kinds of different levels here um, of, of symbolism. I mean, there's just you can see, you know, 
oh, this is this is another. She's directly dressed as one of these um, demonesses. I didn't get in all the there's there's both male and female aspects of each one of these shells. I didn't get in all the female aspects, but the, she is every her iconography down to the even the smallest detail is representing uh, one of the spears of the Kifat. Then we have you know the the animal and the cat. You know what does it say? Blind. Blind for Love, the Tiger, and and, it's, and there's also some, of course, the MK Ultra programming triggering, right? So there's all, but the MK Ultra, um, at least according to people, you know, the, the the people that had these, you know, the fractured personalities that were, you know, these mind control. A lot of that was based on the Kiefer, the, the structuring, the, the the structuring of people with like 150 different multiple personalities is structured on what I just discussed. Um, and we just go on here. Um, that's just because I thought that was sexy. No, I'm sorry. That's just a gem. I'm just kidding. You're gonna say this is, but there's there's stuff in this too. Okay. Hans likes hot, hot Asian chicks. No, no, no. I'm saying that. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't no, see even this itself um, looks pretty innocuous. See, there's certain things with the the clothing, the, this background. See, so we have symbolic elements right here. Um, you know, connected again with this ritual magic, and there's certain letters, and um, there's actually a sigil. There's a, one of the sigils. I was going to show you guys. There's a there's a sigil for one of these uh, demonic entities in this backdrop for the music video, and they are hot Asians, but okay, and that that's it. <laughs> but but I mean, I, I I just but that that picture of Miley Cyrus from a new video. I mean, if that doesn't, dude, that you got to show that again. Thank you. <laughs> no no no, I had to stop it. I mean that's so you're going to tell me that's just entertainment. Um, this is connected with this idea of the demoness, even like with Lilith rights or, you know, it's the actual, of course, but she, all of her rings have a tremendous amount of symbolism. Okay. So it's not just, again, it's not just the holding one eye up. Oh, I'm Illuminati. It's, it's way deeper. And again, just to stress that this is tied into also scientific. It's connected with ritual science. It's, science is seen as a means of this power because this is the power where the elite, the elect, become God and and they destroy most of humanity and and enslave them. Um, and the final so, revolution is uh, Aldous Huxley called it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, so I I know I, I kind of I guess I got through everything. I kind of blasted through that. It's pretty heavy. I mean, like I said, um, if anybody has you know, any, any, I could I could have reversed it. I could just have taken one of those pictures and then gone through all the details of, of this tree of death. And when you start, cause you know, to be honest, like I noticed the occult imagery and I said, that's weird. Okay. I, I see some stuff I recognize. It didn't really make sense. Now it makes absolute sense, but how many people, you know, this is a lot of the stuff is some of these are coming from ancient, you know, Babylonian Chaldean texts and stuff. You know, these are, these are very deep, high level occultic stuff that's showing up in music videos. And it's not, again, it's, you can have debauchery, you can have naked women jumping around, you can show evil. This is, this is on a whole other order because, and there's a great deal of thought and planning going into it. It's not just random, right? You, know, you can, you know, you can have all kinds of debauchery that will affect society. This is on a different order. And this is a level of, you know, this is really an order, a battle for the soul of humanity. Um, I think, um, now, do I believe in these demonic entities? Uh, I'm not sure, um, but I don't, I don't think so. But I, I, you never know. I mean, who yeah, knows? At this point, you know, it's like it looks more and more like, you know, they were warned about this stuff because it can be used against us. And 
obviously the people who enact these things do believe it and who enact these demons do believe it and then they they send them as memes i guess through the public mind and then you know that's how this stuff becomes an issue and uh i think there most certainly is evil in the world through through iniquity and debauchery and all of this stuff and that's why these books were given to us as sort of like owner's manuals so that we can read them and understand. But, you know, the problem is, is people read them as kids and not as an adult. And then they think that there's nothing of value in them or they didn't like how a teacher or a parent treated them when they were five. So therefore, they throw the baby out with the bathwater. And I think it's important, again, for people to read and understand the books themselves um, you know, so that they grasp as adults what these things are teaching and and if you aren't living in truth if you aren't living for logos you're going to be pray for these things and uh you know and this is literally the fall they get us to fall into iniquity and into all of this debauchery so that we can be easily enslaved well, certainly. Um, and even so, the, the transgender stuff is directly connected with the Kiafat. It is one of the, the processes, right? So, again, things actualize on certain levels. Um, and, you know, there are things, something will show up in a symbolic form uh, it, through music or, or through visual art or for, through entertainment. And then it shows up in the world. Um, and this is enacting a process of ritual magic on the entire human population. And anybody who's following stuff like, you know, chemtrails, like, you know, 5G, 5G, how could somebody do that that could kill off all life on earth? Well, you're wondering. And in fact, I read that the one thing where you to enforce that, you know, the despotic power, you would destroy all life in order to keep this, um, this thing going. Um, and like I said, I, I wish that, um, I kind of wish that it was just one of those things I was like, ah, because originally, honestly, I just looked at it as kind of a metaphor. And when I found the stuff with beers and I found even their stuff, you know, that book, God and Gollum uh, by Norbert Wiener. Um, and, and you've got, when you understand this stuff, that suddenly all the cybernetic stuff makes a huge amount of sense. So these people, these are the engineers. These are the people that have designed, that have helped to design the entire you know, the IT thing that, you know, even the, even the smartphones, these are also like occult devices. Like these brand are, and, and the whole thing that we've exposed on this show for years now. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, even, you know, beyond them, I mean, you know, you're wondering, you know, I, I don't know if I answered your question. You see someone like Hillary Clinton or something like that, or, you know, you see these, these evil, just tremendously evil people. And you, you know, these people that, you know, with all this power in there, you know, they're, they're, you know, murdering children and have, you know, human sacrifice cults. Well, this is the ancient religion. This is the ancient cult. And they believe that they are, that there is, that they are the true power, right? That, that they are pre-existing before God, evil pre-existed God. Um, and so therefore this is, but only well, for they, those. They believe that the, that there, that the universe was filled with darkness before the light of truth came along. I think that's where that comes from. But the issue is, is that a sliver of the light of truth exposes the darkness. But I don't know if I believe their uh, version of things or not, because of course they do invert no. everything. Well, no, I, I would hate to believe that version. I mean, right. that, that's um, you know, that, that's a, it's a pretty horrific vision. But right. again, it, but, it, but understand too, it's not, this is directly based 
on getting so when they when they ascend right by you know as you systematically destroy society you ascend the sorcerer whatever these adepts these i don't know i don't you know I, there's probably a lot more research to do on it ancient whatever this is um you know you know you you grow in power and then they have grown in power you're gonna tell me they haven't <laughs> well obviously they have and you know here's the thing though what do you you know what do you well you know the issue is is that they always tell the public what they're doing and then if the public are not you know awake or aware enough to realize that they are actually being told what is going on then they're doing it by consent yeah um yeah well i, well, I didn't get to the second part which is the, the happy part now but now here i'll just the other thing is that see this ultimately these forces will be dispelled they will the light of truth or, or, or the, run, the light of truth does come and eventually expose them all to everyone essentially but, but it's it is in my opinion it is on the level that you have to really yourself you know you really have to go into that that path of truth of of moral uprightness and and you know you, and these seeds have been planted in us right we have you know just as any human being is going to have desires and whatever addictions and bad tendencies that's there but there's also all of this this stuff has been is being dumped into our minds so you have to you know cleanse yourself it's not it's it's much easier to project on the outside and grasp for power than it is to actually try to transform yourself but i, I absolutely i believe this is this stuff ultimately this is illusory i mean if you think it's not if you don't think we can dispel it, then, you know, then you just, I mean, it, it's actually that's, really, that's actually what the whole story of Christ is about. You know, when people read it and understand it, that's literally what the whole thing is about is coming to truth and living in truth and exposing the darkness. It's truth incarnate, you know, and that's what took me so long to realize, you know, I don't know if you've come to that same conclusion or not, but it took me years to realize it. But, you know, he's showing the proper way to live in truth, in the light of truth. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Well, here's the thing is that, you know, the, the, the one thing, of course, saying that Christianity has weakness, right? And that, that's what he was saying in that paper, altruism, right? That That's, I, I wish I could have gone into that more, but it was it's pretty dense. But so this, I once you associate yourself, when you have, See, there's a misunderstanding, right? So if I allow my, my town to be destroyed, I, 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 you know, in Germany, you just allow your women to be raped by these invaders. You're just going to sit there and watch that happen, and you think you're a good person? You're, that's the level of mind control people have reached. Absolutely, you know, a, right. A proud Germanic race has turned into, you know. An indifferent... It, it, it's war. Well, it's you know, war. Here, here's the thing, though, Hans, is like we've exposed on the show for months and, and Todd, uh, what last show or show before that that uh, the Nazi party was created by the Thule Society and Baron von Sabatendorf. And these were Islamists. And then we see Germany and Europe being overrun by Islam and all of this mm -hmm. crap happening. So there is a tie in here to all of it. Yeah, I'm not quite in that zone i'm not i don't know much about that i, I would You'll have to I, I check look, out my my series yeah. with both todd and, well, and lloyd and and you know when you have you time know, yeah i look at this as something much more ancient um but one thing to say is see the path of you know it's not 
you know, great. He kicked the money lenders out of the temple. He, I bring a sword, right? The warrior's prayer. It doesn't mean that you bow down, but you have this, when you get the sense of service to all life, you know, it, it's extremely difficult, but you, you know, when you start to see that you're here to serve the world, then suddenly you become part of this life force and the energy of the universe because you're part of it. So actually what would seem like this kind of self-sacrifice, because maybe your life will pass, but if, you know, to go to this, it takes much more courage to, to live, you know, to bring peace and tranquility and humility, but that's the place of spirit. You have to reach that. And it's, it's difficult. You have to go to the center of your heart, but you also have to enact it in the world. You have to continually be improving what you're doing. But in my opinion, it's a path of joy. It's a path of freedom. And, and that's also what I believe with music is, um, I didn't get to is that music itself. This is music is the, the antidote. Okay, it's not just poison. Music is the antidote. The law; these laws of the octave actually transcend transcends these laws. You know, they would love to destroy any higher potential for humanity. They would love to wipe out. You know, they you know the Earth, um, the magnetosphere. You know, um, like you got harp. The human brain operates on the same frequency as the ionosphere, and so they're manipulating the ionosphere. Like harp, what is that doing? They're trying to kill this. What is this true? life that we have in ourselves and so music itself i think um because of its vibrational nature i mean you know there's a lot of things that are happening you know that are practical but one thing i've noticed is that when you connect with you know there's a there's a sense um you know i, I don't like to say things facetiously like i'm not saying like i'm some like saint you know i'm a sinner no. but I, that basically that um you know you just make that intention to say i want i want to help people i want to do something to make this world better you know and you just say and however hard it is and however much because you have to reflect on yourself it's very difficult it's not fun to see yourself in the mirror sometimes to say man but it doesn't mean you're guilty you feel guilty and it doesn't mean you bow down it means you stand up without fear and from that standpoint i think that there's absolute potential and freedom but it's 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 the hard it's the hard path in a certain way but again i think that which I'll maybe get in a later time. I think that actual music itself and the sound is you, you start to unwind it by starting at the beginning thing. Cause it's almost like we're, and I mentioned that mass hypnosis. It's like we're go, we're being put into a mass hypnotic trance, you know? Absolutely. And um, anyway, so I think that that's, that's probably my final statement, but you know, I, I appreciate, you know, people want to look into this. I mean, it, it's, it's not easy to actually get the actual, data and material i'm trying to decipher some of these texts and finding the actual symbolism um there's a lot of you know internet you're gonna find a lot of bs i mean i just you know obviously i just kind of threw some stuff together but i thought if i just started talking i would never get through the material if i didn't do a powerpoint but um it, it's, it's not that you, it's important to understand that this is being done obviously they think it's effective you know it, it, it they, they don't need to put all that symbolism in there they don't need to do all these you know ritual sacrifices or have all these events happen on specific dates you know you could still destroy society quite well without putting that whole other element but that whole other element appears to be to me to be foundational um and it's again it's the idea of you know you demand this the only the elect again only these this inner core is beyond god and and any means necessary is fine for the fulfillment of their agenda. Um, and my, my only concern is that whatever's being shown in these music videos, 
what's it, what that's going to manifest in the, in the physical world. Right. You know, I, I gave some examples I've given like 20 of them, but what, what is this leading to, right? This is a precursor, right? This is that Miley Cyrus, that picture you almost can't get out of your mind. Right. It, it, it's like damage, psychically damaging. Yeah. Thanks I mean, for that. That's why I told you to change it. You know, <laughs> no, no, I was trying, I was trying to, I was just trying to, you know, get this turn. Yeah. Off there's shit. actually people in the chat who still can't grasp that Terrence McKenna and these people were, CIA folks working for MK Ultra, they still actually think that McKenna was one of the good guys, you know, not one of the bad guys. But we've done what 250 shows exposing all of that now. So if they want to learn, they can go back and study it all, you know. Yeah. But you know, I've mm -hmm. I've done uh, written papers on McKenna, and the research is up on the website, etc. If people want to look into that, but you know, the guy admitted himself that he was recruited and that he was doing deep background and public relations. If you're dumb enough to believe that he was recruited by the mushrooms as a PR man and doing deep background work, you need to go, you know, have your capacity for critical thinking checked. Yeah, yeah. And, and I have a whole bunch of material. I just didn't get into. That's why I had those little things. But there's I can go through all these different and these all these MPK ultra sub projects. I mean, there's an endless you can start putting supporting data. And so this one thing to understand is that, um, you know, there is. You know, it, it certainly doesn't mean, no, there is there is this higher levels. There's absolutely a real living spirit in this world. There is, this is, to my opinion, that is not opinion. I, I, it's there. It's there. But right. it's much faster. You know, and that's one of the things of these, um, you know, the, the hallucinogens, this is like the fast track, right? But when well, you take and, Well, what people don't understand, though, just to impart this, is that, you know, this is why the Bible opens with warning about the plant drugs in Genesis 3, creating the fall. You know, that's why it's right there. And then we see MKUltra and the CIA and all of their, you know, the CIA's uh, 60s psychedelic heroes and McKenna, Leary, all of these people, the merry pranksters, etc., all being the spearheads for recreating that fall. You know, this is why Aldous Huxley and Leary are joking, uh, you know, in uh, in their in their writings about using the uh, the uh, plants for recreating the fall. Yeah. And in fact, I here I I'm going to I want to just really quickly, I want to show this Please, quote on, on screen, you know, and then uh, I'll hand it back over to you. But. Uh, so, you know, here's this quote. These are evolutionary matters. They cannot be rushed. Work privately. Initiate artists, writers, poets, jazz musicians, elegant courtesans, painters, rich bohemians, and they'll initiate the intelligent rich. That's how everything of culture and beauty and philosophy freedom has been passed on. Of course, his whole statement, this is Aldous Huxley speaking to Leary. Of course, that whole statement is an inversion. Your role is quite simple. Become a cheerleader for the evolution. That's what my grandfather did before me. He's talking about Thomas Henry Huxley. Uh, these brain drugs mass-produced in the laboratories will bring about vast changes in society. This will happen without you or me. All we can do is spread the word. The obstacle to this evolution, Timothy, is the Bible. And what they're talking about, the evolution, is actually the fall. They're talking about the total enslavement or the final revolution, as Huxley called it himself. Don't, uh, I don't remember any discussion of brain change drugs in the Bible. Timothy, have you forgotten the very first chapters of Genesis? Jehovah wow. says to Adam and Eve, they've built you this wonderful resort eastward of Eden. You can do anything you want, except you are forbidden to eat the fruit of, tree, of the tree of knowledge. 
The first control. Hold on. The first controlled substances. Larry says, uh, uh, Aldous. Exactly. The Bible begins with food and drug prohibitions. So the fall and original sin were caused by the taking of illegal drugs. By the, this time, Aldous was chuckling away, very pleased with himself, and I was rolling on the floor with laughter. And that's Timothy Leary in a conversation with Aldous Huxley. And Aldous Huxley is who was the key architect be, behind the CIA's MKUltra program, one of the most evil people that's ever lived. Go ahead. No, I was just wanted to, I, I, I just got excited because um, cause I'm excitable, but also because <laughs> it, the, 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 um, in the cybernetic Macy conference, I, they talk about, we will get the fruit of the tree. We will get the fruit of the tree of, of good and evil. This is, this is exactly there, you know, They've there's, inverted the tree, though, the Kabbalistic tree that we showed tonight. It's it's an inversion, like you showed earlier in your diagram. Yeah, and here's the thing. As as we descend, right, as we become bestial, as we engulf... Uh, the you know, natural man, exactly. They ascend with their power and, you know, and, and, well, and all that. Well, they're descending technically further into the, the darkness, but it's all inverted. It's an inverted tree. Yeah, but but see, for them, you, you have to understand that. See, there there's a very different spectrum, though. Like that's why I brought up the guy who's maybe his name will pop in my head. Uh, J J J J J Angle. I keep thinking it's not the punk J. rocker guy, or yeah, yeah. No, he's he's an example. He's what we're supposed to become, right? You know? And that is Sodom and Gomorrah in its in a global state, essentially. Yeah, but but they're gonna there's they're they're gonna protect themselves in their own you know, ways, obviously. Um, and, and this is not, I, you know, again, we have a direct, we can trace this. There's a lot of stuff too in the Bible, about all these, you know, human sacrificing tribes and there, there's other things. I mean, Lilith's name was actually expurgated from the, from the Bible, but Lilith is worshiped. Lilith is like the patron saint of feminists. Did you know that? Oh yeah, of well, course. She is. Yeah, yeah. And, and so then you see this women proud to murder their own children rather than protect them. I mean, it's the total inversion of everything that should be. And, and, and I read, I mean, I, to me, I just think it's so amazing to read someone because, again, the cybernetics literature is written in code. You'll never understand it. I mean, you'll understand it. Maybe there's, a, there's levels of initiation for those behind the scenes, which you just gave that a wonderful, phenomenal example of the mask falling from the, the, the architects of the universe, the gods who, you know, um, in their minds. Right. And, and so this is but this is a thing I don't understand. Um, and I'll say this, like, even so you have all power. Okay. Even if I could understand, you know, being sort of a eugenicist and saying, okay, there's a lot of inferior people that are, are making the world really bad. I want to make the world better. So we should, you know, sterilize them. I mean, I'm not, I don't believe that, but I mean, you could see someone doing that, but why would you want to destroy nature? Why would you want to destroy human reproduction? Why would you want to eradicate you know, I mean, look at Monsanto, you know, Margaret they're wiping Singer out and all that crap. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so that's that's where you have to see this is, you know, again, it's a twisted thing, but it's hard to understand. But it, I think it's right there. But again, I mean, I, I maybe you wouldn't one couldn't call it a compelling case yet as I presented it. But I think this is a key because the cyber when the cybernetic stuff is based off of this model as a model of social control with the feedback loops and the diets because the diets 
the dyad and the and the positive negative feedback loop is the basis of cybernetics. So cybernetics is a very obviously a very potent technical science that again created our modern IT world and our little cell phone surveillance devices. But it also they also had very strong connections with this agenda and this occult stuff that they're rolling out. This stuff would never. The stuff you're seeing in these music videos. These are, I mean, those are things that only a very high level you know, adept of the dark arts. This is not Satanism. It's way, way, way deeper than Satanism. You can't call it Satanism. Satan, Satan is just one in this host of characters. You would never even see that stuff outside of, you know, a deep initiation ritual, unless you're going to be human sacrifice, you may see that stuff. But now it's being rolled out in music videos for all of us. And, you know, and so this, you know, I, you know like I said, I, I don't have the final answer on this, but I, I, I do think that once you grasp because I was always looking is how could you coordinate all this stuff? How could there be an underlying mechanism? I, I think, you know, at least as a metaphoric and maybe an actual mechanism that this connects and it connects with other things. But, um, you know, again, we're talking about our own minds, right? This is very much connected with the human body and all the other, you know, the energy channels and all this stuff. Um, and, and it's, um, when you start, when you go with the psychedelics, you, you get, a flash. You may have this beautiful spiritual feeling, but you're going to get the false light. You you can right the the, the clear light. Leary's talking about is the light of Lucifer, and if you go into that light, if you go a certain point, you can you can never come back out, right? Um, and 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 that's the thing is is I think for whatever reason they want to degrade the entire human species to this bestial level of, you know, this, you know what I mean? It's like a massive fornicating slime, you know, murdering and eating each other. Um, you know, I, I just, it reminds me of this HP Lovecraft story. Um, it's called the, the lurking fear where this guy, you know, there's, um, this, you know, this remote area and, um, he goes out there and these people are just dying, you know, in these little small hamlets. And it, he finally found, finds this mansion he goes in the basement it turns out this entire family had inbred over hundreds of years and they were just a swirling mass this giant cannibalistic mass you know killing each other blah blah, blah. and they were like you know that, that's kind of like what that's kind of what the end game is for humanity um for well i mean i don't i don't think it's going to happen but i think if you're not aware of it um you know i i would love someone to prove me wrong and say man you're you know you're full of it uh I, I, do I have it. I, I could, you know, I have way more material. Um, you know, like I said, it's quite complex, but yeah, you know, did I, do you think, I think it made, would you agree? I think I'm on the right track. Right? Yeah. I think you're on the right track. I think, you know, maybe in a few weeks or a month, if you want do a part three, if you're interested. Yeah. I, I kind of enjoy, it was like, I kind of like not thinking about it. I was like, Oh my God, I got to do this. So, no, what I mean is that, you know, it, it is super dark, you know, and it's even, I tried well, not I, to. I, I agree with you. And, you know, at the same time, it's bringing the light on it that's going to help people out. And I know we don't like yeah. to focus on this this stuff. It's it's terrible to focus on. Well, I, I didn't. I wanted to state that I, I didn't. I There's a lot of stuff I did not bring up. I mean, I, I could have, you know, and there's stuff that I, a lot of now. So I, you're saying I, you're, you're, uh, you're reluctant to do a part three on this? No, 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 no. I, I mean that there, there's certain things, you know, I, if I really, you know, like I like, for example, when I showed those images from the music videos to go into that stuff, I'll have to go much, much deeper in the kilophot, which I can. And I, I've looked into it, but at a certain point, you know, I was also like, well, 
I know enough about some of these things. And, but part of it, my job is to look into it. So, but what I'm saying is that I, I don't, there's certain things that you don't I would want, rather, you don't want to put your mind into that crap. Well, or not even my mind. I don't necessarily want to, um, you know, to, to, cause there is something where, and you know, there's something where images, right. Which I'm, you know, I'm not saying I'm not, I think I phrased that wrong, incorrectly. Um, like for example, everybody's examples, saying, come on, Hans, come back. <laughs> no, no, that Miley Cyrus picture, right? Um, like you, you couldn't even stand looking at that. Um, and I was going to, I was going to discuss the symbolism, but it, that that's that, you know, that's, well, there's certain things that you know what it is, but you know, you have to understand the networks, but you don't have to go. You can actually present this material where it can, it can be an initiatory practice against your will. Um, you know, which, which I'm certainly not going to do. I'm saying that there's stuff. If people want to read about it, I can direct them where to go, but I, I may not. I mean, if you want me to go in the hardcore stuff, I can, I mean, sure. But um, anyways, that was kind of a tangent, but I'm just trying to say that, you know, we could, um, there's some of the stuff where you can keep going into it. And it's I don't, like, I don't want you to hurt yourself in, and, you know, mentally or whatever, by going too no, no, far no. into I'm it just, either, you know, I'm talking about hurting people. You know, I'm just talking right. about hurting them. Well, I don't care about myself, man. Well, I'm invincible. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Know. I'm tired, actually. But yeah, you know, but it, no, it's, it's, it's really, it's really fascinating because it, when you get the numerology aspect, when you get the language, when you get the colors association, when you get everything, it's like, wow, this is a comprehensive system that has been operational since the ancient days of the ancient world, right? This is going back to this and to this this thread um and and you know it, it, it it's possible that that you know these elites are still there maybe i don't know if they're um you know uh, biologically descended but they're certainly spiritually descended from you know this the, the you know the uh the ancient mystery schools yeah or you know the the temples of Baal and moloch you know moloch you know this they worship moloch i mean moloch was not just a random dude moloch was you know they they had the the metal the body and they eats threw, his own or they eats the children you know that they, well they they just they threw children inside the, the you know the cauldrons and burned children alive and they're they, the the worshipers of moloch were they had to bring their first firstborn child and throw their firstborn child into the fire pit and watch their child burn to death that was a religious practice. That was their worship practice. That I'm not making that up. That that's absolutely true, and it's it, it's um, and is that uh, anyways, enough of that. Hey, should I? I'll, um, well, play some more guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, we should probably wrap it up here. If you want to play some sitar for a minute, why don't you do that? Or we can just. wrap I don't it have up. a sitar here. Okay. I, yes. I just um, I got to play with a guy from uh, Parliament Funkadelic keyboard player. It was pretty cool. Um, played a, a guy a drummer. He played with. Um, uh, Michael Jackson actually I have a, I have like a uh, kind of a dive bar I play at every once in a while, you know, next to my house. And these guys just showed up out of nowhere, man. It was, it was really, it was phenomenal. And I, they really, they had very, um, very positive, very um, beautiful people and beautiful music. And so that's the thing. It's, you know, it, it's, it, you know, it's that, it, it's that, you know, one of the, 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 uh, the Kilafat is talking about where you take away the ability to see beauty you know, that's what happens too, right? You turn, um, it, you know, it, it took me a while to get back into music too, because, you know, I had to, I had to sort of go through a cleansing process and now I'm very much tuned into, you know, the stuff and I, I just tend to avoid things. If any, I, I you know, I'll just, I, cause I don't just want to expose myself to it. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm going to die, but on the same time, why would I 
put negativity deliberately into my own sphere of being, right? Um, but like I said, at the same time, is that the power for connection, I think it's a power for connection that we have that gives us the chance to unravel. But if you don't know what they're doing, how are you going to know what's being done against you? And, and, and you know, um, it's, it's like uh, it's like reading Nathaniel Hawthorne. You know, it's like, you know, you read that stuff and then it's hard to get that crap out of your mind. You know, it's just that dark and and evil. And you can see what it's leading to you know and they they promoted him as this liberated writer and all this crap but you know all of this stuff has to have that same sort of effect yeah no I, i'd say if to get a sense of it um i would say really um i think hp lovecraft is 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 actually a great writer but if you want to get a sense of this there's a there's a thing called and they edit some of these stories are edited but the hard the hard red hook and um, it is a really is an X to understand to, it, in a sort of a metaphorical way, but also sort of in an actual way to a certain extent. What what's um, you know some of the stuff? It's a way to get a grasp of it without without um, you know without you know diving into like reams of occult literature. Um, and, and just I'll say last thing real briefly. I mean there is stuff like um, there's texts you know. You know, I'm trying to read the more academic um, stuff on it, but you know, there there's a cult text and some of the stuff. I was like, man, I I'm, I just not that I'm afraid. I sound like a they say like Hans is a pussy. So I should. Oh my god, I'm so so on PC. But basically, you know, some of the stuff like I don't even I don't miss. I I, I had the sense that if I continued to go down that, it's it will it's going to start to have an effect on me. It's like, if you've seen one video of, you know, you see a video of someone getting killed or something, you need to watch 20 hours of someone getting murdered? No, but you, on the other hand, you to break down the symbolic order and the symbolic structure is, is, is extremely important because it's all pervasive, right? It's not like we're just in a village and there's some, you know, cr- old cranky Satanist, you know, you know, stealing our chickens. No, it's like our children, our, our entire fate of of, of um, society our, of humanity our culture our race everything is is in the balance um and, and again the the whole inversion like this the thing with the, the transgender is is directly part of removing the natural order it's much more than just just it's destabilizing society creating infertility but the deeper level of it is there it, ha- it has a very deep occult meaning and resonance that that should be understood um you know, so that that's um, that's part of the intentionality of it. Um, anyways, and I think that also there there is stuff if you don't protect yourself, just because you think something doesn't exist doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And I think that's part of you see these scientists, they're all mad occultists. And yet on the surface, they say, oh, everything's just material. It's just it's just a board, just a bunch of atoms bouncing around and everything just happens. And, you know, human beings just just uh, there's some slime and human beings just kind of popped out of the slime just because of this random pinballs. And there's you know, there's no purpose that materialism that's promoted to the masses that, that allows for a nihilistic, a hedonistic, a, an amoral way of life. Because if you believe it, you're like, what? Well, what does it matter? I'm just, I'm just a lump of flesh. I'm going to die, so I might as well, you know, just get off as much as I can before I die. But that the people that are promoting that, they, they are absolutely engaged with other things, with other realms um, that they they believe in that stuff fundamentally. 
I mean, look at Bohemian Grove. This ties into Bohemian Grove. It it clarifies a lot of other things. But I'll leave it there, man, because I'm uh, I, I I didn't get much sleep last night. All right, brother. Well, thanks so much for the great show tonight. Uh, please send donations to hansutter at hotmail.com through PayPal. Also, please support the show, logosmedia.com. Sign up through Patreon. The uh, uh, link there is in the show description. Of course, we were demonetized a few weeks ago, so we need all the love and support we can get. If you appreciate the work and effort that we've done over the years to put out, please support the show. And... Uh, you know, look out for the trolls and Satanists and whatever else, the occultists, the ball worshipers and Moloch worshipers. And uh, we appreciate everybody who contributed intelligently in the chat tonight. Hans, thanks again once so much. And uh, let's. Uh, yeah. Go. Well, thank you. And and again, I, I'm doing the, in my opinion, I'm doing the opposite of, you know, making people afraid. I'm saying that we have absolutely when you realize the level it's on and, and you realize you make that choice. And once you connect with that life force, you know, once you see that it's not a form of weakness that, you know, that sacrifice, see Christ, the sacrifice, you know, you know, they, that's like, you know, it's like, Oh, this is the ultimate, you know, what he just, you know, just, he just died. You know, that's you, then you see the necessity of that. Well, you, you see that he took spirit. on all of the sin and went, you know, like for those of you who don't grasp the depth of it, Watch Mel Gibson's uh, Passion of the Christ, but he's taking on all of the sin of the world. He's told he can't do it, but he takes on all of the sin of the world so that we have at least a way out through his example of living in righteous truth and trying to do the right thing for, you know, the common people. You know, at this point, if there is a way out, he is the only way out, and people need to wake up to that. And, and they, you know, the dark occultists don't want us studying the Bible, especially the New Testament, but they don't want us to get it. So, you know, this is why I changed the show to Logos Media. I mean, you know, it used to be Gnostic Media. Now I look at all that like, my God, what the hell was I thinking? It was just crap. But, uh, you know, we do absolutely need that example of somebody who is truth incarnate to try to, you know, who set the example for the righteous life for us to get out of this mess. And it's, you know, I can't think of any other way out at this point. Yeah. And just, I'll just close on one last thing. I had someone contact me and he was talking about, you know, black metal. He said, a lot of people that are Christians or Christians, they're even, you know, they, they love this black metal and oh, it's just entertainment. No, it's not just entertainment. If you want an example of this stuff, of one of these levels, of these bestial levels, listen to some of this black metal um, stuff and, and things like that. So you take care of what you allow into your mind. Um, take care because things can have a much more deeper effect than you might imagine. Um, and, and so it's not just entertainment. And so this is what I'm saying. The difficult thing is really getting that clarity. But on the other hand, you don't need to be afraid because this will be dispelled once you connect with that that life force that power of truth of love of goodness you know you are you know you are free i mean they you realize Christ consciousness essentially yeah yeah but all right jan thanks brother i will um i'll talk to you soon and i, I wish everyone a wonderful evening thanks hans and, uh, live live that's see look at this this is spock even spock spock's into that stuff man what is that all right, anyways live long and props right uh, <laughs> okay all right good night sir good night. take bye -bye. care bye-bye